Welcome everybody to episode 99 of the RGW Podcast. The regular guys wrestling is on the air. We are live and in living color on Wednesday, February 20th, 2019. I am of course, the mind. Sitting beside me, Mr. Jimmer. Jimmer, what's up? Not much, brother. Tonight... We're going to party like it's episode 99. Episode 99. Thanks for that, Jimmer. Across from me, of course, E-Rock. E-Rock, what's up? E-Rock's in the house. Episode 99. You guys pumped? Because I am one episode away. We've been counting this down for a very, very long very long time. Yeah, I think right. we hold your excitement, folks. I think we mentioned it for the first time last week. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay, maybe I think not. We've been mentioning it since episode fifty. <laughs> okay, probably. Yeah, <laughs> we've been promoting it hard, folks. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> We're promoting too hard. Yeah, I know. I'm looking forward to episode one hundred. It's episode ninety nine tonight. We got a lot of rumors to cover. Looking forward to it. And uh, we've got an interesting topic. In fact, it was the mind who came up with this one this that's, week. That's right. We've not only got the Elimination Chamber results in review, along with our ratings. That's right. We've got a fun little topic about the current state of the men's and the women's wrestling divisions heading into WrestleMania. Sure. And it's titled, Who's to Blame? <laughs> Word. Word. I didn't want to be too on the nose, but... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. we'll get into the specifics in regards to that topic later on. Yep, yep. Before we get into our rumors, I just want to uh, give a shout-out to our good friends, D-Generation X. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Close personal pals of ours. In fact, uh, they were here just five minutes ago, had oh, a beer with us. Yeah, they almost... Yeah. They, they were going to stay for the show, but uh, they had a plane to catch. <laughs> we were too we were too busy for them. We were too rowdy for them. The DX Express had to take off. Yeah, Hunter was driving. That's correct. He was DD as usual. Yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, they are being inch, uh, inducted rather to the uh, 2019 Hall of Fame. WWE Hall of Fame. Good for them. I honestly didn't think it was going to be them this year. I personally feel a little soon. Uh, I personally wanted China inducted. DX uh, that could have waited. It could have easily waited three years, in my opinion. Uh, there's probably a ton of other guys that probably should be inducted right now. But whatever. Get an Attitude Era group in there because you knew they were going in there. Um, you know, maybe next year will be Nation of Domination. Did anyone else think it's weird that DX is going in before Triple H? No. I think Triple H because he's still an actor performer yeah. to a degree, right? I think that's why he that's hasn't been inducted. In. That's what's keeping him in. Oh, like, oh, right, correct. Like, they haven't inducted Undertaker yet. Right. Because he's still technically an um, uh, a, uh, active performer. We shouldn't right? see them for a little bit before they get inducted. Yeah, we I agree. We see Taker every year, every, you know, year and a half. Eh, you know, he can wait. He can wait. Yeah. 
So this will be one of the only uh, one of the only people that are that are going to be in it twice, though, right? Like Shawn Michaels. That's right. Yes. Shawn Michaels. He joins a select few. Ric Flair. Ric Flair. I think. Is that it? It might be it. Actually, that might be it. Okay. Well, anyone that's part of groups uh, is bound to you know encounter this going forward. Like the rumor going for going before we heard DX was the Hart Foundation, so Bret Hart would have been. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna happen a ton, and in fact, Flair will get three because Evolution will get inducted in the future. But yeah, I think you're right. But look at Orton. Orton will be in Evolution, and Orton will get inducted as well. So there'll be two. Batista. Batista as well. It's it's bound to happen. Anyone Mm -hmm. that's part of groups. And then Orton might be uh, Legacy. Might be uh, Legacy. I don't Mm. think so. (laughs) You think Ted DiBiase Jr. and Cody? Are going in the Hall of Fame? What about Rated RKO? Yeah. <laughs> Will that group? Get... Sure, why not? <laughs> or how about Jericho? Jericho. Jericho. Oh no! All those gimmick ones with Jericho and Big Show in it. Oh, I think <laughs> I don't know if they'll ever see Chris Jericho in the WWE Hall of Fame. Ah, he'll be in there. The Miz and all his tag team partners. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Miz has a bunch of combo names as oh, well. Oh, Miz will be in it like he'll be in it like twelve times. Kane will be in it like five, six, seven times too. <laughs> I, I wonder if like uh, like the ministry or the corporate ministry or any of that will ever get inducted. That's minist- too much of a hobble. How about the ministry and then the corporation and then the corporate ministry? <laughs> they do that three years in a row. Well, I think I don't think they're going to be doing any of that. Like, but like for example, NWO. <laughs> the rumor at Job one squad. point, Job Bra- squad. Bradshaw keeps getting inducted. APA. Oh, Justin Justin Hawk. Accolades. APA. <laughs> The new Blackjacks. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Hawk Bradshaw. JBL. The announcer. The announcer JBL. He's in the announcer wing. The guy next that, to Byron Saxton. The guy that wrote the book. He's in the celebrity wing. The guy that wrote the book. You know that guy who drove that car? Wrote that book? <laughs> Anyways, congratulations to DX. <laughs> On that note, that's JBL. I mean DX. <laughs> So why don't we jump into our very first rumor? Since you kicked off the show, mind, why don't you kick off our first rumor? Alrighty, sounds good. So Kofi Kingston's booking in SmackDown's Gauntlet match was the same as what was planned for Mustafa Ali. Yeah, yeah. Wrestle votes. They add there's a quote-unquote opportunity for Kingston now because of how well received his performance was by fans and management. And as of Tuesday night, it's now confirmed that Kofi Kingston will have maybe his very first one-on-one WWE Championship match against Daniel Bryan at Fastlane. Yes. Man, Mustafa Ali, uh, he kind of got robbed here. No kidding. <laughs> uh, you know, that's just that's just absolute poor timing. But do I feel bad? Injured. No, because Kofi's been around for almost 12 years. I am with the mind on this. And he deserves this. I say it with the mind because he's a, you're a big fan of his. I'm a big fan of Kofi. Mustafa's yeah. like one year. Yeah, I don't know. The, he was getting pushed pretty fast. He can wait. Yeah, he can wait. He can wait. Co- Kofi deserves it. Kofi was definitely not even in their sights. No. To he, be in this sort of a Yeah, he was basically position. a placeholder. He was a, he, a 100% placeholder. He was basically just thrown in there because um, they needed a guy. Yep. Right, and like he was not like the new day was not even supposed to be even remotely a part of this match. They're just throwing pancakes, doing their thing, yeah. and then all of a sudden they're like, "Well, we need somebody. Hey, why don't we? Well, let's try Kofi. I'm sure he can maybe do a he can do a couple of 
big spots and well if i would have grabbed any of the three of new day i would have grabbed kofi for sure just based on how he performs how long he's been around etc etc and i also find him out of all three new day members the one i can stand by far the most <laughs> definitely probably the most versatile as well he is um yeah, Big E, to be honest with you, annoys the crap out of me. Mm. Can't, I thought, t- can't really take that guy anymore. I thought Big E was going in, actually. I thought it was going to be him. Because he's a big taking the match. heavyweight. Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah, he's kinda, he's, uh, yeah. Kind of counteracts, you know, because you've got your... You have got uh, you already have a few, well, quote-unquote, smaller guys. You've got DB in there. you got AJ in there. Um, Jeff Hardy, Yeah, Jeff Hardy, who's, who's actually towers over AJ Styles <laughs> like on Smackdown this week they were in the they were in the back there talking he's not that small actually and he's like almost a head taller than AJ Styles I think he's six feet tall 230 he's not that small he's not but he looks small yeah I guess I guess yeah. really when you because well, you put Orton six foot four like six, yeah. yeah six four yeah. 260 or something yeah like that, so he'll right? make eight, so, he'll make Jeff look small now right. yeah. but then Orton beside AJ put him beside put him beside uh, AJ, put him beside Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. But Daniel Bryan's thick, right? When Daniel Bryan was fighting Kofi, it was like, oh, Kofi looks... Although Kofi's kind of tall. Yeah. They're all different body types, right? Definitely all different body then types, Mustafa for sure. Mustafa Ali looks yeah. like you could bench press that guy and not break <laughs> a sweat. Yeah. Um, back, I, I just real quick, I saw this clip. Um, it was from about... Oh, gosh. Orton had his head shaved. He was looking super, super skinny. Um, and it was Orton versus Kofi. Oh yeah, that one with the NASCAR. Years ago, uh, I don't know if that's it or not. He destroyed but his NASCAR. Yeah. Is that the one where like he was like calling Kofi stupid? That's right. That's yeah. right. So, anyways, he went for this RKO oh, and he called him. He went stupid, 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 stupid. Anyways, I didn't catch this, but in the elimination chamber, um, when he hit Orton with a move, he went. Kofi went stupid, stupid. No stupid. way! Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that either. That's yeah. cool. I just saw that kind of a uh, you know throwback to uh, yeah. Oh, that know, is ten years ago. I don't know, yeah. eight years that's ago. That's for the hardcores. Huh. Wow. You see, he doesn't even ask Orton if he can do that. Stupid. Well, that's very mean. I don't appreciate that, Kofi. And you Kofi, know? yeah, and Kofi's the one who eliminated him. Kofi did eliminate him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They um, even mentioned it during the match that Kofi had a history. With Orton. Yeah. And and Orton had a history with Daniel Bryan. I was like, wow, this is some old stuff you guys are it's bringing like they're back. It's like they're actually bringing up the past. Especially the Kofi-Orton thing. I couldn't believe they brought that up. Yeah. I, I thought they wanted to bury that. That was like the last time Kofi got pushed. That was the only time Kofi got pushed before this one. Yeah. If you, if you don't want to count teams. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Kofi went ahead and uh, really shone. shone yeah. Sh- showed everybody that he has what it takes. A lot so, of yeah. heart, a lot of heart. Tons of heart, yeah. And the crowd appreciated Crazy it. Crazy emotion in that match. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Yeah. It was way, honestly, I way better than I thought it was. We'll talk about it in a while. But uh, I was yeah, definitely well. invested. Um, yeah, man, I'd, I'd be okay with a Kofi Kingston sure. uh, title reign for mm-hmm. sure. The mind's like, I've been saying this for eight years or more. <laughs> I've, been, I've been picking him to win the Rumble for like six years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, technically, yeah, he used to be like all... You know, Mr. Rumble. Now it's kind of getting annoying. Well, he's a Kofi same. spot because he do this awesome move and then you get thrown out right away. It means nothing. It but means then, but then again, that means that Shelton Benjamin should have won all the ladder matches. But you know, what it is, what it is, or yeah. the uh, or the uh, money no in the bank. He has no sense of balance. <laughs> Shelton. That? Yeah, he always like he, flops around. He's a little tipsy. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, all right. Moving along. After Fightful, 
reported that the plan was for the women's tag title match to close the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Both that site and PW Insider indicated Vince McMahon changed the match order late Sunday afternoon to have the WWE title go on last. McMahon apparently didn't believe the women's match would quote-unquote get the desired reaction to close the show. Well, we're going to be talking about it. Uh, I did enjoy the women's uh, match. I was very surprised to see it on first, though. But I enjoyed the men's more, and I agree with Vince just because of that. So that's all I got to say. Yeah, I think I think they made the right choice. I think it would have been um, just just the way that the match went. Of course, we'll talk about. Yeah, it in a I'll bit. talk about how um, the women's was different than yeah, the men's. We we all know. So a little anticlimactic, I think, uh, to be perfectly honest. A little bit. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, yeah, I think the decision to put uh, the WWE title as the main event, definitely the right choice. Yeah, it didn't end the way most people thought it would. No, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't as predictable as you would as uh, you thought it might have been. All right, so next up, Wrestling Observer's Brian Alvarez tweeted that Carmella and Naomi being eliminated first from the women's title match was a quote-unquote change of plans, presumably due to their outside-the-ring issues over the past few days. Mm. So for those who don't know yet, both Carmella and Naomi have had separate drama outside the ring. I guess Naomi involved in a driving on the wrong side of the road and her man Jimmy taking off his shirt and challenging a police officer to a fight. But it didn't influence his match on yeah that, no, that was odd so guess, we'll, yeah we'll talk about that I think, I think all of this is coincidental personally and Carmella possibly uh, sleeping around with a certain someone that has a wife at home well, uh, apparently it's apparently they've been separated for months and they're uh, on their way to divorce him, oh okay so. yeah so he's in a relationship as it turns out that's what it is okay probably yeah there's always so, two sides to every story. No, true, yeah. But uh, I think his wife was just upset and uh, decided to just okay. air to, a little bit of dirty air, laundry. And that's probably was, why he mentioned probably, that... Maybe, uh, maybe, the, some red, maybe some red wine, maybe some... That's why uh, he maybe said that WWE's going to sue you, maybe because of that, so... Could be. Yeah, I was wondering yeah. why he had said that. Right. So. There you go. But Graves is kind of a jerk, too, so... <laughs> Hard prob- to say. Probably is. A jerky. Here he is. Is that? He is outside the ring, or what? Just, those, just some of those comments on... Remarks on Twitter and things like that. Okay. He's kind of a jerk. Well, honestly, I think he really, he truly is kind of like the second coming of CM Punk. <laughs> Him and CM Punk have so many similarities yeah. in a lot of ways. He can't be as bad as Punk. You don't get much worse than that. Punk's so bad, I'd be nervous to go talk to him if I saw him in a in a public environment. You know what? To be perfectly honest, Punk is I from from what it sounds like to me is that when people are rude. All right, right. He is not afraid to be rude back. Right. Whereas some people might still kind of be a little bit um, diplomatic. Yeah, they'll give a half smile and walk away. He is not like turn that the at other all. He'll kind of thing. Yeah, he, he will not turn the other cheek whatsoever. Turn the other butt cheek. Next up, Meh. Becky Lynch is currently Vince McMahon's chosen one, according to Dave Meltzer on the Wrestling Observer Radio. Vince was apparently insistent. Lynch win the Rumble, regardless of any problems it caused for the WrestleMania main event story down the road. So everything going on right now is simply a work for all you out there. It's still a mess. It's still a mess. <laughs> Didn't get any better on freaking Sunday. Do explain. No, we'll talk about it during the show. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. I know, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, no, it's good to, good to hear that uh, 
she's the man in Vince's eyes, but uh, maybe he didn't really think uh, think some things through. Mm-hmm. Does he ever? No, he's just old and senile. Yeah. These days, he's kind of like, let's do this. But Vince, what about these other... That'll work out in the end. Stephanie, everything will work out just fine. All right, daddy. Let's bring out these new NXT guys. What about those other NXT guys? Screw them. We got these new guys. <laughs> yeah. Look at this guy. He's like the Tasmanian devil. What do you think, Hunter? Uh, I think it's a little too early to bring them up, but... Uh... I don't know. What do you say, boss? Whatever you say, dad. Hail to the king, baby! <laughs> Bow down! Bow down to the king! <laughs> so unattractive. Stephanie is now... Look at my dogs! <laughs> Stephanie is now doing all of uh, Triple H's theme songs. Oh, no. Evolution's a mystery! <laughs> She's just singing in the basement. What are you doing? It's all about the game! Steph, come upstairs. We have to feed the kids. <sighs> You've been downstairs smoking your your camels. <laughs> camels. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Therese Owens published word that uh, Ronda Rousey may have told WWE she won't re-sign if Chris Cyborg is brought in by the company. They also say that Cyborg has drawn interest from all elite wrestling. Very interesting. A little she bit of drama. Have, she may not have, too. <laughs> so the mind probably doesn't know, but there was a little bit of drama back in UFC days between Chris Cyborg and Ronda Rousey. Oh, he just fell asleep. Oh, what's oh. that? Oh, uh, let me get back to you. So back in the day of UFC, there was a little bit of, oh, he's falling asleep again. Damn. It's kind of like, there must also be a Tragically Hip song playing somewhere. Oh, I'd probably be sleeping too. <laughs> oh, man. No, they don't like each other. Rhonda mm. especially hates her. And to the point where you actually kind of question why she doesn't like her. It might be a work. Who knows? Chris Cyborg's a pretty nice person, though. So, I've know. never met her, but I'm never, sure she's... I've never met him either. <laughs> it's, a, it's a female. Oh, shit. Cokey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! Wow. Oh. All right. We'll uh, we'll just move on from that rumor. <laughs> Dave Bautista isn't interested in wrestling for anyone but WWE, according to Wrestling Observer Newsletter. It's possible a match between Himp and Hunter could still happen at this year's WrestleMania. Well, I guess he. I mean, Triple H. I mean, much like John Cena, could have super healing powers. It'll happen. This match is happening, guaranteed. Or your money back. I'm not giving you your money back. Oh. Can I have my money back? Sure. Awesome. As soon as you start liking UFC. Oh, God. He and the asleep. hip. No one truly likes the hip. Don't tell me what the poets are doing. <laughs> you, all, of our, all of our American listeners are all just sleeping right now. They're like... I have no idea what that reference what even these means. Hipster indie rockers. <laughs> <laughs> Mind, what's next? Oh, he's still sleeping. God, wake up. You say UFC and he just falls asleep. Is that Kirby's Dreamland? Next up, Seth Rollins <laughs> is back. Has been injured since before Royal Rumble, per Wrestling Observer Radio. He's doing a little Christopher Walken uh, <laughs> read through there. Seth Rollins 
back has been injured since before the Royal Rumble. Who needs filler words? Not me. He could wrestle now, but WWE is resting him so he can be as close to 100% as possible for his WrestleMania match against Brock Lesnar. Mm. I wonder. I wonder, like, how bad this back injury truly is. Because, uh, like, yeah, he's... He talked a little bit on Raw last week. He wasn't even... Was he even on Raw this week? Apparently, they had they had something for him to do, but he got... But they had to rewrite him Appar- out of it. Apparently, the whole... He did the, end up doing, like, a backstage segment. Oh, yeah. But the whole plan for this week's Raw was supposed to be very Rollins-heavy. He was supposed to be quite physical. But because of the whole back thing, they had to pretty much rewrite the whole show. They just have him run in like Austin back in the... Back in the Attitude Era where he just beats up all of the invasion people in the back. <laughs> but we don't have any invasion people. Oh, we hired some people. It's all the <laughs> ECW washed up people. <laughs> Is that hardcore hack? He's hit Raven in the head five times with a hammer. <laughs> Raven. <laughs> you know what's funny about speaking, going back to Rollins, though? They said he injured during the Rumble. We did that huge table spot during the Rumble. What? Where you got crash, where you crash oh, yes. into a table. Lashley like, put him through a table. That's true. That's true. And then Bobby on, Lashley. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> and then on Monday, and then then the following Monday, he got like seven or eight. What is five or six or even seven F fives? Yeah, something like that. It couldn't have helped his back. And he kept getting off. up, so it completely destroyed the F five. Yeah. Well, <laughs> nobody seems to. F- Does anyone really sell nowadays? No. There's, there's no, not at all. It's overrated. Who needs to sell? Remember that day? Remember back in the day when a super kick actually finished a match? Yeah. Now, it's used as a punch. Oh, yeah. Well, for sure. But we've talked about that before. We sure have. We've ranted numerous times. Mm -hmm. And everybody does them. Everybody does them. Even Rikishi, who's the topic of this next rumor. (laughs) Wow. That, That was an excellent segue. He seemed to hint at the Usos becoming free agents soon. Who also do lots of super kicks. They do lots of super kicks. Um, and apparently that has led to the obvious speculation that WWE put the titles on them to entice them to stay. That's actually very possible. That could be very possible because we all know what happened last week with Jimmy. Was it Jimmy? Jimmy. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, DUI apparently was so hammered. That um, he wasn't he, driving though. Naomi was. No, I think he was driving, wasn't he? No, I think Naomi he was, was probably, driving. He was probably, but she was probably driving because Jimmy was so messed up. But he was charged with DUI, so I think he was behind the wheel. Had what? to have been. I understood that Naomi was driving on the wrong side of the street. They pulled her over for that reason. Jimmy was, I think, hammered. Got out of the car, ripped off his shirt, and challenged, challenged uh, a police officer to a fight. Which is kind of a big no-no. Yeah. He won the fight with a super kick. (laughs) Super kicks the car window. He super kicked the the cop cop and then jumped up on the cop car and hit him with a splash. (laughs) Oh, man. What is he doing? And then Naomi hit him with the rear view. Then Jim Ross shows up. Not not her finishing move. She was so drunk, she ripped off the rear view mirror and bashed him in the head with it. She's got so much strength. She's a beast. She is a beast. Got that right. So yeah, so I mean that could very well be then that uh, they put why they put the belts on them, because otherwise why in the world would they have given them given them the belts after that debacle? Yeah, so That's they're gonna a have a match. Terrible PR. 
Well, the bar are ruined now, so it doesn't really no, matter. No, they're fighting a McMiz again at Fastlane. Oh, that's true. That's true. McMiz. McMiz. Mikamiza. Cool. Next up, a source told WrestleVotes there was a push at WWE headquarters to make Monday Night's Raw feel different with management telling everyone to quote-unquote think outside the box mind you watched raw so they're uh, answered a thing outside the boxes let's just bring some four guys in here and have them fight oh it sounds good to me i okay. watched raw too actually so we get chinese food yeah i'm thinking thai okay sounds good actually they're not thinking thai he's on his way out hmm? ty dillinger oh <laughs> they were not taking a thai Sure. What kind of a loser is that? Who's that guy? Who's that guy? Is he even on the roster? Are those cornrows? Apparently he is. Is that a real name? Apparently he is on the roster. It is cornrows. Way, 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 way at the bottom of the list. Right at the bottom of the scroll. Um. Yeah. Another thing. Yeah. Let's 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 bring in a bunch of NXT guys who are supposedly part of the developmental system. And let's have them beat a whole bunch of our full-time main roster guys. I know they talk about, like, third brand and all that, but it's still developmental. Do you not have, like, the performance center? And then they go directly from the performance center, not to Raw or SmackDown. They start them on in NXT. It's still the farm team. Yeah. No matter what you want to look, whatever way you want to spin it, it's still the farm team. You're not going to say the NXT title is on the same level as the WWE or the Universal title. That's right. No, you're not. You're not going to say that. So don't pretend that 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 it's on the same level. Yeah. Like it is definitely a, a you know a, a viable third brand, but it's still not it's still not above the blue or the red. So I hated this. I hated Raw because of this. Um, it was cool to see the guys on Ricochet on Raw. It was cool to see Alistair Black. Um, it was kind of cool to see Gargano and Champa. Although I'm, I th- personally, I'm over Gargano. I'm done with him. I'm bored. Well, if you listen to uh, if you saw Mark Henry's comments about it, yeah, he didn't. He thought it was, he thought it was a terrible. They yeah, did a terrible. He job. think he 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 liked Ricochet. Yeah, he liked uh, Alistair Black. Yeah, he thinks Alistair Black is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he did not like. Uh, um, Champa or Gargano yeah. on there at all? He's like they they didn't even play they, like they didn't even really play their own characters. No. Like that wasn't even them no. on on Raw. No. It was anyway. It made no sense. And then so and then they brought him on SmackDown again afterwards. And let's have them beat a bunch of those guys too. That's right. Like they beat the Bar, Champa and Gargano. Yeah. Beat the Bar. And meanwhile, you're trying to kind of push Andrade. Against Mysterio, right? He's kind of winning that feud. Yeah. And they lost Aleister Black. Yeah. There's some history there, too. That that I almost could, could forgive. Because there was some history there. Um, uh, Black beat him for the NXT title. Yeah. And, um, yeah, anyways, I could forgive that. And then who did Ricochet fight on SmackDown? Eric Young. The only oh. reason Sanity was on back on SmackDown. The only reason Sanity was even there was to lose to an NXT guy. Yep, that's it. Like, come on. Show some respect. <laughs> Anyways. No, sir, I didn't like it. Yep. 
All right, so moving on here, uh, Vince McMahon is very concerned about the optics of stars leaving WWE per Wrestling Observer Radio. Dave Meltzer says Vince wants the perception that his guys don't leave. Um, and as per cage side seats, don't be surprised if this means that McMahon will throw a lot of money at Brock Lesnar or Ronda Rousey to stick around past WrestleMania 35. Because we both know, or we all know rather, that that's pretty much rumored to be the end of their tenure. When, when you think of it, it's WWE. been a long time since WCW has been around. I think Vince is very uncomfortable with even the thought or the reality that people could potentially want to leave the big corporate machine WWE for another company. It very well be. And it's kind of gotten to that with AEW. It's kind of surprising that New Japan and, well, I guess Ring of Honor is so small, but New Japan, you know, it's all the way across the, uh, the planet Earth, so maybe that was why and that's language the, barrier stuff too. That's and, the big thing, I think, because they're based in Japan. Yeah. And they really are don't have a worldwide audience yet, yeah. where people really know who all of these guys are. Right. And Triple A's even you know less popular technically. Yeah, I mean they're they're popular, but really again Mexico, right? But AEW, they've got guys that people know, you know, and they're an American company, and they've got a lot of money behind them, yeah, like a lot of money. Like, the cons are stinking rich. They're probably richer than McMahon, to be honest. They probably have more money than Vince McMahon does. I'm not sure about that, but okay. You know what? You have to, to own a football team, you have to have hundreds of millions of dollars. Because and they own not only the Jacksonville Jaguars, which means that you have to have hundreds of millions of dollars. They also own um, Fulham FC, which is a Premier League soccer team. Yes, I know. But anyways, a, a Premier League soccer team. So they're playing the likes of like you know Manchester United. They're playing. They're paying their players across the pond. We're talking tens of millions of dollars a year. So they've got deep, deep pockets. I meant, do people know what Fulham MC? What is it called again? FC. Fulham it's Football Club. Fulham FC. Yes. What, is that what you said? Fulham. That's correct. Fulham. Fulham. Fulham? Is that a place? It's the name of the team. Okay. Quit using words people don't know, Jimmer. Fulham FC. You know what? There are a few people who like soccer. And do they also own the stadium where the Jaguars played? I think they do. It's called football. It's not called soccer. If you want to get all hoobly-doo about it. They own it. a football team and a football team. And yeah. foosball. One with an O-O and one with a U and an umlaut. I'm, yes. join <laughs> I'm joining their foosball team. They probably have a foosball team as well. Right on. Anyways, lots and lots of money. So, um, but because they're based in North America, oh, um, yeah, lot. I'm sure that's what it is. I'm sure that uh, <laughs> good word, no. Vince mm. might be mm, lot. Mm. Yeah, that was weird. That was kind of strange. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, getting back to uh, Vince McMahon, <laughs> um, did you also hear that Undertaker has signed on to be a part of that Star Cast? Yeah. That's nothing. He's so just going to sit there and sign autographs. But it's not a WWE-sanctioned event. Ah. He's not wrestling. There's no other WWE wrestlers there. No, oh, it's all good. Never. There are Never have there ever. Never, Never have there ever. <laughs> in all their two years Neverill. being existing. What's Neverill doing in an impact zone? One of the things with that, though, <laughs> is that StarCast is very closely aligned with 
Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks, who obviously are now, you know, AEW. Is that a Conrad Thompson's thing? Yes. Yeah, and he's going to be the... uh Kind of the MC? Yeah, or the color commentary guy, or the main commentary guy. On AEW? Yeah. Oh, I don't know, is he? Oh, I think he's heavily heavily rumored. Oh, is that right? I don't know if there's ever been an announcement on that. They haven't announced their TV deal yet, so... Yeah. So, is StarCast a wrestling organization? It's a convention. It's a convention. convention. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's a San Diego Comic-Con of wrestlers. It it really is, kind of. With a WWE. No WWE, no. Yeah, WWE would be Access. Yeah. That's their thing, yes. That's their thing. Yep. Their thing. Their thing. All right, next up on Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer, the legend himself, mentioned that Asuka versus Lacey Evans was talked about for WrestleMania 35, but it's looking more likely than not that it won't be happening. That's a double negative right there. That's a lot of nots, won't be's. <laughs> Meltzer has still gone on to say that Evans will be getting a super big push. Not won't be. No, he not will not, cr- not, not will not be. <laughs> not the crap that's been going on this past week. Why is Lacey Evans getting a push so soon? There's other stuff going on right now. And what kind of, and is this a push? Like pushing her, pushing her out to the ramp. <laughs> pushing her out the door to AEW. <laughs> Pushing her out the ramp so she can like walk like halfway down the ramp and like walk back up the ramp. Right. Oh, we'll talk about that. We will talk about that. Well, they did it also on Raw and on SmackDown. Oh, well, let's just talk about it now. What's up with that? It's stupid. It's so dumb. So at the Elimination Chamber, as well as on Raw, as well as on SmackDown, her music comes up. She walks down the aisle. Not even all the way. Waves to everyone. She did walk all the way Which, on. By the oh. way, what, going back to her entrance music. Yes. Why does she have like like big... <laughs> like, what the hell is that? What? That's like, where her song starts. And then it starts with some other kind of music. She's yeah. incorporated uh, Dean Ambrose's music in. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Narf! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> pinky. Yeah, so then she does on a raw, and she then she kind of like teaches heavy machinery how to walk oh, down the aisle. Oh no! And then they walk like the bushwhackers. Yeah, it's so dumb. So what bad. is? Oh, can so we go back to episode ninety-eight and re-review these guys? <laughs> <laughs> New scorecard. F minus. Yeah, <laughs> they all get fails, even ones that are doing they well. They probably should all get fails. Actually, they yeah. get J's. We get Fs. No, no. EC three is amazingly bad. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, what? But you redeemed yourself. So he's got an amazingly broken nose. He does, and he's the same color as the president. <laughs> no one's that orange, except in one spot. Oh, oh, why? The back of their feet. They can't tan the back of their feet. <laughs> okay. okay. On that note, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> There's been talk of doing a Kurt Angle retirement match at WrestleMania 35, says the Observer. I thought he already retired. Nope. He's you back. Know, all you have to do is get a cluster of bad matches, which he has had, and that's retirement. No, he won that six men single handedly. Did he? No. Oh. He helped uh, Braun and Finn Balor win. Has he had a good match since he came back? Nope. I think the answer to that is no. I think the match with him and Rousey was good. 
Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yes, Ronda did a great job. They both did well. Actually, if you really think of that match, he didn't do a very good job in that match. Ronda did great in that match. He had a nap outside. Yeah. <laughs> he napped outside the ring. Yeah, no, all of no. his matches have sucked. No, Kurt Angle is absolutely not the Kurt Angle from... I mean, let's face it. We're, we're thinking about him in WWE 15 years ago. Yeah, but he did good in Impact, and he was still intense in Impact. I didn't really see him in maybe, Impact. Maybe it was all the drugs. It actually might be. Don't like the drugs, but the drugs like me. That's his song. (laughs) (laughs) Marilyn Manson. He comes out to that theme. Don't like the drugs, the drugs, the drugs. And then he had that one great line with uh, Enzo and Cass, where he's like, hey, I think TNA's hiring. (laughs) That was before it became cool. Yeah, it was funny. I also thought it was really funny how um, they were taught where he's like they back to Cass and Enzo back in the day there. They were doing the S-A-W-F-T and he's like, that's not how you spell soft. Yeah. That was pretty funny. That's pretty it's awesome. better comedy relief than wrestling. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, he, I think he could retire. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah but who would be his last match? I thought he was supposed to wrestle someone like... Um, Actually, who was it? Oh, yeah, it was Triple H he was supposed to wrestle, mm. but that clearly wouldn't be very good. Oh, there's a guy in the Hall of Fame that's still active. Who? Kurt Angle. Yeah, he was always one of the yeah. exceptions. Yeah. Yeah. So there's not, there's not too many guys that have wrestled. <laughs> yeah, match. They're kind of wiping that rule now, right? If you're if you're in the Hall of Fame, you could still wrestle. They need to do something. They're <laughs> yeah, they're folks. running out of guys. It used to just be Ric Flair. I remember we'd have this discussion like two years ago. Who? Who has been in the Hall of Fame that still has wrestled afterwards? And I think only Flair was on our list. That's a whole whack of people. And it's just going to become more and more. More and more and You're really telling me that if, like, The Rock were to have been inducted this year, he never, ever would wrestle another match? Actually, Jimmer probably would say yes. That's correct. I still think The Rock will have at least one or two more matches. I don't know. I would say maybe one more. Not two. He has to Just because his schedule is too insane. He has to wrestle uh, heavy machinery. And he can only fight at WrestleMania. Because so. <laughs> he's not even just a movie star anymore. He runs a production company. He's a TV host. You know where they sh- The Rock he should wrestle at so SummerSlam. Stuff. Seems like a SummerSlam kind of guy. Not a WrestleMania guy. No, he's a, he's a WrestleMania SummerSlam guy. has gotten less popular. He's a, he's a shotgun Saturday night kind of guy. Metal. Thinking metal. He's gonna be a uh, Saudi Arabia kind of guy. Yeah. Oh, okay, Hulk Hogan. The greatest SummerSlam ever. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna have the greatest WrestleMania ever and the, Bury WrestleMania. <laughs> the greatest No Way Out. <laughs> the greatest Jeebuff. <laughs> Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar two. The greatest payback. Greatest back trash. The greatest fast lane. <laughs> oh, no. Trying to think greatest. Fast lane is already a piece of junk pay-per-view. The only thing that's good about it is Kofi's actually getting in the spotlight. Yeah. But we I, all know he's going to lose that match. Actually, one of the rumors was that he might fight Daniel, go back to Kurt Angle, he might fight Daniel Bryan for the title in his, in his retirement match. Oh, Kurt, Kurt Angle? Angle. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Might work. Might. Won't, but might. Yeah. Might. Yeah. It might. I don't think so. All right, moving on here. The women's tag titles will apparently appear on both Raw and SmackDown. Says WrestleVotes, but not every week. Been my guess since day one. 
Sasha and Bailey did a promo on Raw, and they said they might even go to NXT. Oh, I, I wouldn't doubt that. I wouldn't doubt that yeah. whatsoever. They said they'll In defend fact, it everywhere. I think so. I brought that up too. Yeah, I had said that all of the women should be involved, including the NXT ones. I, in fact, th- I, I, I agree with them. They should go to NXT and defend the titles, and, and then stay, stay there. there, stay there, and never come <laughs> back. NXT UK, <laughs> NXT evolve. evolve. Just send them back to evolve. It's a Ring of Honor. You're going to Ring of Honor just for one day. This and is a school gym. There's no wrestlers NXT here. NXT South America. <laughs> Doesn't even exist. <laughs> well, NXT Diera Del Fugo. The paper says, paper says NXT South America, so where is everybody? NXT Japan. Just wait. <laughs> just wait. Actually, they're talking about NXT Japan, aren't they? I know. They send them out there and tell them to just wait. <laughs> NXT, just hang out there. <laughs> just wait. NXT New Zealand. New Zealand, mate. Oakland. Oakland. Go to Oakland. <laughs> All right, next up, Daniel Bryan's deal he signed last year is apparently for three years, going through 2021. Planet's champion. Wow. From rumors a little while back that he was just leaving WWE, if you remember <laughs> yeah. that. It was only a few yeah. months ago. So he's here for a long time. He ain't going anywhere, folks. Nope. I don't know what to think about that. We might see the wooden belt for a little longer. Yep. I kind of like the wooden belt. <laughs> no. Really? <laughs> That's surprising. They Probably not. should have wrapped a scarf around it. Oh, yeah. It should have been. That would have been great. Oh, my goodness. Eric Rowan needs a scarf. Oh, no. I think he was wearing a t-shirt from the Alcohol Abuse Center in New York. I think he may have been, to be honest. What? I don't know, because I paused it. It's like... I don't know like what to you, say about that. You mentioned that. he was wearing like band shirts. So I was like, oh, I wonder what kind of band shirts he's wearing. So I pause it. It's like, I'll call Abuse Center, something, something Brooklyn. It's like, what? It's actually a band. <laughs> it was a really hipster metal band. They're a weird hipster punk band. Sing about <laughs> coffee. <laughs> we drink lots of coffee. And we like our coffee. So next on the list, while he stressed that he didn't know it has anything to do with his recent bookings, Mike Johnson said on PW Insider Elite Audio that Leo Rush has quote-unquote a reputation for rubbing people, <laughs> including other workers, the wrong way. Oh, I thought you were going to pause on the wrong way part. Okay. Bobby Lashley! I don't know why. He's annoying us. Everybody. It's all get out. It's all get you out. You don't know why he rubs people the wrong way when he's annoying? I know, I know That's why. We, he's like... It's quite obvious. <laughs> I guess I didn't pick up your sarcasm. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. So does he We're remind talk- you of another wrestler that may have been in the company a while back on 205 Live and left? Named Enzo Amore. I thought you were going to say Leo Rush. <laughs> <laughs> Leo Rush takes off on his mask. It's Enzo. I thought you were going to say Virgil. <laughs> Next week on 205 Live in the main event. Meat Sauce. Meat Sauce himself, Virgil, taking on the man that... Well, it's not Gravity Forgot. What do they call him? Who? Leo oh, Rush? Yeah, Leo Rush. He has a, he's a moniker or something. Yeah, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, the man of the hour. Yeah. Oh, the, that's the what the H the stands hour. for. Them. Oh, yeah, the moth. I was trying to figure out what moth stood for. Man of the hour. Is that what you call a moth? No, but he has it on his tights. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I guess so. Yeah, yeah! But but you know that thing that I do to make fun of him? 
He does that to everybody. Like, like hey, Vince McMahon, yeah. <laughs> That's correct. Okay, do five other guys. Go. When he's asking for his coffee. Kevin Owens. I didn't start yet. <laughs> when he's asking for his coffee. Two sugars, no cream. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Owens. Man, he likes his bowling and sun. He wants change for his popcorn. You know what? <laughs> Order me a pizza, Leo. I want extra pepperoni and no anchovies. If you put anchovies <laughs> on, I ain't gonna like it. <laughs> you heard here, post. He's not going to like it. <laughs> well, that was, that was great. <laughs> All right, next up, it was noted on Observer Radio that WWE is preparing for Michael Cole to move out of the top commentator position in the not-too-distant future. Ah, this was inevitable. Michael Cole has been around forever! He hasn't been around a long time. He's He originally started doing some commentating definitely in the late 90s. So, you know, 20 years for sure. Yep. He took over uh, J.R.'s when he uh, jared that Bell's Palsy episode. Yeah, true. Oh, that's when it all started? Yeah, yeah. And he was terrible then. And then they would have drafted him to SmackDown, right? They were showing footage there of DX being inducted to the Hall of Fame, and they were bullying Michael Cole in some of the footage. Man, Cole was so skinny. Oh, back yeah. Was that when he had the mustache and goatee? Yes. And he had the frosted tips? <laughs> yes, it certainly was. He was so skinny. Yeah. Michael Cole, Kevin Kelly, I think, was around at the yeah. time, right? Yeah. Ah, same era. And JPW. I didn't know that Kevin Kelly started the same time as... Uh, was Michael Cole? Yeah, they were both around about wow. the same time, I think, right? Kind of like post-Todd Todd Pettengill? Yeah, like 96, 97, I think it was uh, Kevin Kelly. What's poppin', Canada? It's Kevin Kelly here. He didn't do it poppin' Canada, did I he? don't know, did he? Oh. Who, else, who else did that? It's poppin' Canada. I guess oh, that was... Um, was it, was Ma- it? Hendrick, uh, Doc Hendricks. Doc. Doc Hendricks. What's what, poppin', what, Canada? What's happening? You say what's happening. Well, that was Stephanie McMahon. What's happening, Canada? With his life-size Undertaker and Stone Cold Steve Austin figurines right, those, and those cardboard those fat cutouts. heads or whatever. No, it'd be no, yeah, cardboard cutouts. Cardboard cutouts. No, I, yeah, remember, I do remember that. And Brett yeah. as well, I think. Actually, that wasn't even cutouts. Those were the real guys just standing there, <laughs> <laughs> just frozen. Sub Zero was around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sub Zero! <laughs> Always finds a way in the RGW podcast. That's right. <laughs> Glacier? First, but it's the first time you ever mentioned him. Shut up. Glacier? <laughs> Glacier. Oh, WCW. Oh, yeah. The legend. That's right. The legend He basically himself. looked like Sub-Zero. He did. He wore, he wore Sub-Zero gear. The so unmasked lame. Sub-Zero. He didn't have a mask, you're right. No, he had a mask. Oh, yeah, he did. He didn't have a uh, face, head, head thing. He didn't wrestle with a mask, though. No, not like Not like Mortis. Remember Mortis? Yeah, Mortis wrestled with a mask. Yeah. Wasn't Mortis, what's his face from... Uh... Canyon. He's Canyon. What was it? Yeah. Brian Clark. What was he? Wrath. Wrath? Yeah, he was also Adam Bomb. Yeah. And then he was he... Chronic. But he had a mask. That was Wrath? That no, he never wore a mask. No, he never wore a mask. Okay. No, no, okay. no. Just Mortis. Chronic, Chronic, Chronic. wore a mask. What's that? LaParka wore a mask. He sure did. Yep. You know what I, you know what I can't stand? Getting back to... Um, we're talking a little bit about, we've talked about this before, but the, like finishing moves now just being like regular moves. Oh, yes. Like I saw like uh, Canyon and Mortis, they did the flatliner, right? It was kind of like a yeah. reverse Russian leg sweep. Yeah. 
uh, where, but his, he went face, he drove him face first into the mat. Yes. On SmackDown this week, I saw someone do that as just a just a transition move. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. It used lot. to be a devastating uh, maneuver. Yeah. And now it's like, it it was like an, an it meant nothing. You know who also did it? Kennedy called it the mic check. That was his move though, right? Yeah. That was finishing that was move. Finishing. Sure. Yeah. Can't stand that. All right. For the penultimate rumor. Pro Wrestling Sheet reports that the Bellas and Paige here are leaving the cast of Total Divas, whereas Ronda Rousey and Sonya Deville will be joining the cast, according to Squared Circle Sirens. It's hard to say. Nikki will continue to executive produce Total Divas, and she and Brie will continue to star in Total Bellas. Isn't she leaving? So is if Ronda Rousey's leaving right away... Yeah, but it's always one year behind. So they so they've already like taped these episodes where she had already joined. Yeah. And the episodes have already been taped. My wife watches those shows and she was telling me just recently uh I think it was I think they're now at the first women's Royal Rumble or something. Yeah, they're that you know, it's kind of like and That's what? a new episode. That's yeah, a new episode. That's weird, yeah, eh? Cuz they do so much production and whatnot. I'm like, "Ah, it's, it's so like strange." Evo- it's not like evolution. No, I thought it was the Rumble. Even that seems really like yeah. dated already. Yeah. yeah, because when the like when Stephanie was in the ring there and she was making the announcement about the women's revolution, oh, yeah. I remember that. That was when they finally put that on the Total Divas, I believe it was. Okay. It had been well over a year since that had yeah. begun. I'm like, wow. uh, so it's kind of it feels dated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's the only way they can do it. Apparently, I guess production is that there's so much put into it. Yeah. So much falsification, probably, <laughs> that, uh, that, yeah, it results in a lot of uh, time delay. Lots of editing, lots of yeah. music in the background. Agreed, and... as opposed to doing it a week later. <laughs> I guess so. I guess any kind of reality show like that does yeah. take some time, right, yeah. to For sure. edit. For sure. Whatever. Well, like even Survivor, not that I watch it, but I hear that they do the show, they, they got the winner... And then they're they're sworn to secrecy yeah, they have to and have sign, to like, sign up. Yeah, or... and they have to live I think like four months or something until anyone finds out who actually won. Yeah. So you have to basically be walking around like say I was in Survivor, could be sitting here with you guys and say I can't. No, I lost. NDAs. Or I or I can't even say that probably. Mm-hmm. No, I can't say. No, that. you can't say anything. I can't say anything. Yep. Can't talk about it. Sorry. Yeah. Next topic. You know what I mean. So you could be either the first one eliminated or the winner, and you can't Jeez. say anything. Yeah, that's crazy, eh? Hmm. It is what it is. That's true. That's Hollywood for you, folks. Hollywood, baby. All right, so last rumor of the evening. According to Dave Meltzer, WWE pitched the elite on an invasion angle to bring them in, and the Young Bucks were close to signing a deal. Hmm. I think I thought of that as an idea. That's pretty good. Uh, an invasion angle with the elite guys. Yeah, with the elite guys, yeah. Wouldn't have worked, or would that have gone. Uh, would have been really good for a few weeks and then just gone dry. Uh, I think it would have got dry. Yeah. I don't think those guys are well known enough. I, that that is exactly what I was thinking right now. I don't. I think that would have tanked, to be honest, because exactly like aside from Cody, right now, even though they are well known, um, they're not that well known in North America. No. Like, they're not on the level of most of the WWE roster. Right. So you could 
to, to kind of hype it as being this huge invasion, nah, it, it, it wouldn't have worked. Now, if somehow they were, you know, let's say five years from now, AEW's huge. Yeah. And, uh, you know, somehow they lure the Young Bucks away, maybe then something like that might work. But well, Kenny Omega maybe. is well known too. Yes, yeah. I mean Kenny Omega, but I mean he comes in with his minions. Like the Young Bucks would be looked at as Kenny's henchmen. They wouldn't be seen as equals. They wouldn't be. Absolutely not. No. Where yeah, they like let's be. put it this way: if Kenny or Cody came out as a surprise in a Royal Rumble, the place would erupt, especially with Kenny. But I think if the Young Bucks came out, yeah, you'd get a favorable reaction, but nothing like what, um, I don't know, the Hardy Boys got at WrestleMania. Yeah. Or yeah. even AJ. Right. And even that wasn't the craziest. Yeah. Everyone seemed kind of confused when yeah. AJ came out. I think Kenny Omega would probably get an AJ-style um, or size <laughs> pop. Well, you know what the problem with AJ Styles was AJ regarding style his pop? pop? No one knew what his... No one knew what his music was. Yeah, that. no. How do you how do you truly pop for someone when, well, whose music that sounds like DMX is this? Yeah, that was the problem. And mm-hmm. then he came out and it was like, oh, well, then my. it said like I am phenomenal. And, and then, then people saw the phenomenal. Then we knew, yeah, because yeah. we know he's for the phenomenal. It's like styles. Jericho in '99. No one knew his music. No. And then it said Jericho, Jericho yeah. and then people <laughs> went crazy. So like like if it said like. Break the world down! It went like Al Snow on the thing. Who <laughs> wouldn't think of the same reaction? That was random. Or. Leave Cassidy! Or if they had said Break the Walls Down and it just came up and then it didn't say Jericho. Oh, yeah, hey, it. yeah. You know, it just kind of had a video and then they went down to Chris Jericho and then you saw him. Right. Would they have gotten this bigger reaction? No. I don't think so. No. It, the, everything. Has Everything to, has a purpose. It all has a purpose. Absolutely. Yeah, if you just saw these, like, downtown cars going really fast and, like, shadows of neon women. Yeah, some girl like, jumping up. Yeah. it's every, Everything has a reason. Yeah. Austin, if he had no glass shattering, oh, the yeah. pop would never have been as yeah. big as it was. No, everything, everything has a purpose. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. I mean, even, like, uh, you know, Bret Hart had that uh, had that little guitar thing right, right at the beginning, yeah. right? Or the rocks, if you smell what the rock is. Yeah, yeah. Doing. Shawn Michaels has the, you you hear it. Dun, 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 dun. Ah, ah. But you know that's Shawn Michaels. The sex sounds. Yeah. Undertaker. Uh, the, the bells. The bells, yeah. Sure. Sure. Yep. Are you scared? Dun, 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 dun. Tommaso Ciampa's oh. heartbeat thing. You that mean Taz? <laughs> Every time I hear that, I'm like, Taz is coming out. No one will survive. Is that how it goes? That's how it's going. What? Champa? Champa's. I I like his music, actually. I do, too. Champa. It's okay. It's not what you were expecting, but for having months of, like, note, and then that (laughs) one, that's the one they chose. It's kind of underwhelming, but... It was very underwhelming. Tomato champion. Tomato champion. Okay, so that was the rumors. And now for our topic of discussion, or topic of discussion, as the kids say. Mm-hmm. So this is a kind of an interesting one I was thinking of. We all re- know now, basically it's been a foregone conclusion, that Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte and or Becky, or Charlotte and Becky, mm-hmm. the triple threat match, is probably which is probably going to happen, 
will be the main event of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Now, Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar are also fighting, but they're not going to be the main event. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know what's happening on SmackDown. Nobody mm-hmm. has any idea what's happening on SmackDown, WWE Championship-wise, or for most of the matches. Mm-hmm. Now, is it... The f- is it who so so the question is who's to blame? Is it the divas for having being amazing this year, which they which they are? Mm-hmm. I mean Becky's gotten these huge, but is it the men for not being as good? We all kind of think kind of almost everybody's kind of boring. I mean I think on SmackDown we've mentioned that Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, two of their biggest names, haven't been. Their match seven up to snuff. I've been tearing it up. I've been tearing it up. Haven't been uh, doing as well. So is it their fault? Is it the men's faults that they're not headlining WrestleMania, or is it the women that are stepping up? Mm-hmm. So when you brought up this topic, I, I thought of my, you know, I thought to myself, how are we going to talk about it? And I thought, what we'll do is we'll break it down. We'll compare the state of the men's wrestling in Raw and SmackDown amongst many other brands. And then we'll talk about the women and how they've changed uh, current state compared to that of the past. Okay. And we can discuss it. Sure. Figure that's a good way to do it. Okay. So we'll start with the men's. So, as you had just said, Raw and SmackDown men's, I would say this year and and 2018 have been some of the worst, blandest stuff I've seen in pro wrestling for a very, very long time. Very scripted. Very... um, Paint by the numbers, yeah. predictable. I can go weeks without watching a Raw and a SmackDown, watch a pay-per-view, and I'm caught right up. Yeah. it's a, I shouldn't be. No. I shouldn't be able to do that. And even pay-per-view title matches aren't that interesting. To be honest with you, sorry for interrupting you, I just watched Elimination Chamber. I haven't watched a Raw or SmackDown in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Since the last time on this podcast when I said I watched a SmackDown. And I was caught right up, but ex- you know, except for the fact that I, I didn't truly know that you know Kofi was starting to get the little push there. Besides that, I was all like, oh yeah, yeah. I- I'm caught right up. Yeah, same old, same old. Well, I mean, Royal Rumble, the pay- the the main event match, the title match wasn't all that great. The title match before that one, the the, the whole AJ Styles Daniel Bryan feud has been very has been very interesting. AJ Styles, most of his feuds since he's been champion weren't all that great. Mm-hmm. The only ones that I can think of were very good were probably him and John Cena. And that was like a year and a half ago. Right. Oh, agreed. A lot of AJ Styles matches have been very, um, what did you say, watered down? Bland? Bland is a, is a good, like we, like just even, let's Shinsuke. go back to WrestleMania of last year. Like we felt, thought that Shinsuke and AJ were going to tear it down. Oh, it was a dream match. And it was a dream match, absolutely. And that's a that, that's kind of a term that had been thrown around a little too much. Sure. Um, was the term dream match. But this truly felt like it was going to be a dream match. We've seen them. Um, <clears throat> I know I've definitely seen them wrestling uh, against each other in New Japan. Tore down the house. Amazing match. So I think... Um, a, a lot of people, um, us included, felt that it was going to be an incredible match. Extremely underwhelming. Contrast in styles was maybe, no, no pun intended, uh, was maybe just too much. Uh, but no, it was very underwhelming. And then almost insulting towards the end. All this kick in the crotch stuff by Shinsuke, what, it was just garbage. Mm-hmm. Garbage from these two guys that are supposed to be technical masters to... Yes, I realize Shinsuke was the heel, but 
low blows like that. I don't know, cheap, easy way out. Well, over and over again. Oh, like yeah, uh, you know it. it one go- time was one, over and over to the point where like one match was like them kicking each other in the groin at the same time. That's how a match ended. Yeah, that was, was the, the last thir- man standing match. That was that the third or the fourth one? Fourth one, right? No, third one. Third one, I think. Because the fourth one we all agreed was the best one. Yeah. Uh, and Which thankfully, was saying a lot. Yeah, and thankfully they were they were done after that. Well, you mentioned that their New Japan match is very good. Mm-hmm. I think it might, that one probably could have been doing with the fact that they tried to wrestle a WWE style, and they just couldn't get it done. Yeah, I mean, and I, you're right. Like it's, I think it has some to do with that as well. Like the New Japan style, which is a lot stiffer, versus the WWE style, which is a lot I don't know softer, safer, flashier, trying to be a little more flashy. Could could have hindered it for sure. Um, regardless, it just wasn't what we'd hoped no. for. Um, his feud with Samoa Joe was pretty ho hum. They, oh, t- yeah. they did a terrible old old like nineties angle to yes, it. Yes, with the family yeah. and stuff. No, yeah, Wendy. It was just not. Uh, it didn't work. Not at all. Nope. It was nineties. Yeah, you're right. Yep. It was passe. Yeah. Like even like. With, like, Orton and Triple H kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, even, like, when, uh, in 2001, when DDP was being the stalker mm-hmm. to Undertaker's wife. Right. Like, that was, like, okay, that's too much. That's phony, fake. Yeah. It's not good. You're killing the business, yeah, DDP. that was 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. close to 20 years ago. <laughs> so. Uh, agreed. Agreed. So, yeah. So, we look, we just gave a pretty good, um recap of Raw and SmackDown. I mean, it kind of sounds like we're burying AJ Styles, but I mean, the whole writing of everything wasn't all that great for them. No. And we're not, exactly, and it's not just AJ Styles, it's yeah. other other people as well. Um, yeah, it just was... Like, creative, creatively, these ideas are not good. No, it just, yeah, they were very, um, yeah, uh, half-assed. Yeah. Yeah, but look, look, it's still in, you know, staying in the same organization, WWE, NXT and NXT... UK, I find to be way more palatable than that of Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, I don't know. They 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 seem to like, they get the creative part right, and I don't know if it's just because they less they, is more. I think is what the magic is here. At the end of the day, it's not rocket science. You hear Jr. talking about this all the time. You don't have to make it overly complicated. No, and it seems like that's what the fans want. And that's why in the indies are bigger than ever before. And I, NXT and NXT UK, there is certainly less in both of those. Mm. And it seems like the wrestling matches are better. Uh, are they all masterpieces on the mic? No, because I guess that is a development ground. But some of the guys that we talked about today, they are already getting to the point where they, they could go head-to-head on the mic with some of the guys in Raw and SmackDown. Because a lot of the guys on Raw and SmackDown aren't very good on the microphone. And yet they're somehow there. Like, again, let's go back to heavy machinery being called up. I don't understand it. They should still be down in NXT. They should have never been called up. Yeah, that's weird. That's a weird one. That was a weird call-up. They weren't even really in NXT for all that long. No, not compared to other guys. They never won the belts. No. Or anything. No. This is probably just going to hurt them in the long run. You know that. They're, I, yeah, I think they're already kind of. <laughs> you could kind of tell what they already are. Yeah, they're, they're kind they're, of. It feels like they're just kind of like a comedy duo. They're just there, yeah. kind of as uh, as filler. Yeah. You know what's going to happen is they're not going to succeed, and the the skinnier guy, 
he's gonna have to get repackaged, and then he might do all right. But with this, you know, in this partnership, it's not gonna work. I just can't see it. Uh, one guy, one guy's gonna fade into obscurity. Yeah, I I agree. It will happen. And then there's the other guys like New Japan, Ring of Honor, and AE. Well, AEW hasn't started yet, but already there's a huge buzz around AEW. And mm-hmm. again, it's kind of the indie scenes, but I have a feeling it's going to be a lot, you know, like Ring of Honor and, and NXT and whatnot, stripped down. Jericho, is it Jericho or is it Cody that's mentioned that he doesn't want to be a copy of WWE? Which we've heard before from guys like Don Callis with Impact Wrestling. You know, we don't want to be WWE. Well, it's good because you guys will never beat WWE, even AEW. You know, as much as they may do well, they'll never come close, to, in my opinion, to Vince's brand. Yeah, you. I mean, it's hard to say. Again, they've got they um, have very deep pockets, so it's it's hard to say if they can make if they can make a go of it this first year. Um, Sky could very well be the limit for these guys. So I think they've got a really good chance. On, um, I don't think money's everything, though. You do mention the money a lot with AEW. It's your yes, but the thing about it is that they'll be able to up the production values. True. Whereas, uh, and that's huge, and that's what Tony Khan said: is they're going to want to make, they're going to want to make their show have the highest possible production value that they can, without it looking like WWE. Basically, they want. Whereas when you look at when you look at Impact, um, and especially when you look at Ring of Honor, (laughs) you know Ring of Honor. um, I'm sorry, the production value is just, just. And less cameras, right? Isn't there like a hard camera and one by the ring? Like there's less cameras with Ring of Honor. There probably is less cameras with Ring of Honor, which is really funny about that because they're actually owned by a uh, cable company. Oh. They're owned by a broadcasting company. Um, you would who, think they'd no production. You would think so, but my understanding is they they give them like no money to work with. I remember IWA was always like one, almost one hard camera from far. Oh, distance. it was very, very. It was, uh, like, <laughs> it was low budge. For low sure, budge for sure. But um, anyways, AEW I think has a really good chance. Like if they can make a splash in this first year, I think sky's the limit. Um, but at the end of the day, like we were talking about. Less is more. It doesn't need to be overly complicated. Like we've we've seen Ronda Rousey and Charlotte and Becky. Like it's it's so convoluted and it doesn't need to be that way. No, it's making it worse. It's making it very. Ah, I don't even know how to put it into words, but <laughs> blame Charlotte Flair. Sounds good. <laughs> I actually had to fast forward forward it on SmackDown. I couldn't listen to her. Was she, she on SmackDown? She's on SmackDown. Oh, just yeah, for a bit. She, she has those big, big, giant bruises on her arm. Yeah, those from, are nasty. yeah from the... Uh, crutch. Crutch. Those yeah. look painful, i got to say. Yeah. They, look, then, they looked stiff. And she also busted open Rhonda, too. Oh, really? For, uh, she had a big gash on the side oh, of her head. You? Yeah. Oh, did so. Yeah. Cool. Well, all right, so we've discussed the men and how Raw and SmackDown compare to you know the other shows out there. Let's talk about the women. Current state compared to the, the past. So, would you guys agree that the women's wrestling today, overall from a wrestling standpoint, is much better than that of, let's even say, what we were talking about this or this generation today, the, uh, what do you call it, the Divas generation? Trish, yeah. Lita, 
Um, well, I'd say like Trish. Ashley. <laughs> well, I'd say like for example, Trish, Lita, um, Molly, Holly, Ivory, Victoria, Victoria. That that era. Yeah, Victoria. So we're talking like late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Um, was very good, like wrestling wise. Molly Holly was in there. And then from about, you know, let's say 2003, 2004, when they did like the, started like the diva searches. Diva search. Playboy, yeah. play, 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 Playboy model stuff. Playboy model stuff. And to it, be yourself is all that you can do. Worst audio slave song <laughs> right there. Um, anyways, the, even even a little bit before that, like you had, you'd already had the brawn panties matches, and you, and yeah, that was even part of like you know Trish was in a yeah, part of they were all was that of, they all matches, they Mickey all James, yeah. they were all basically part of those matches. They got but they sucked in, but they could still put on a good a good match. And then yeah, you had the diva search, and and then basically it was a lot of a lot of eye candy. There weren't there definitely weren't any real technical matches going on for you. Gotta think. Oh, at least nine, eight or nine years, probably, and then yeah, NXT, the first winner was uh, what's it, Redhead there from Impact, or uh, Christy Hemi. Christy Hemi, yeah. It goes far as to say from two thousand five to about two thousand and twelve. Yeah, so Oy. seven years. Yeah, Oy. virtually, virtually, you know, uh, not not taken seriously at all. No, like there were some standouts, like Beth Phoenix was good. True. And even Michelle McCool was, got better. Yeah, and it's kind of funny. I, I remember almost nothing about those <laughs> years with women's wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and that says a lot. That's kind really of Natalia with start Natalia got a little more serious. Yeah, true. Yeah, there were a few in there. there You're were right. Few but there were a lot of bad ones like Candice Michelle. She was terrible. Mm-hmm. Kelly Kelly was terrible. Yeah, Ashley Massaro was terrible. Ashley Massaro was terrible. We got a couple like divas that were just not good at all. Uh, Malina. Well, I guess Malina was okay. What about Don Marie? Well, what what like, era was she? She was. She was that was older. That yeah, was, that was probably two thousand three, two thousand four. That's right. Tori Wilson and Stacy when they had matches, they were never very good. No, no yeah, those are that's uh, rose-colored glasses right there. I don't even know if Stacy ever trained as a wrestler. No, she never did when she was in. Like they had to basically start her from scratch. Right. In WBF, yeah, yeah, well, like Tori and Stacy talk about their either. match together. Tori, yeah, yeah Tori and Stacy. Tori, one of her favorite matches was against Stacy Keebler. It's like, oh god. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess, well, from their perspective, from it's kind of fun, but from ours, it's that's what I mean. Morph. Yeah, I'm talking about me. I'm yeah, not, I'm not five about, stars. I'm sure she very much enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> the most fun I've ever had in the ring, really, because I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that that went intense fast. Yikes! <laughs> that escalated rather quickly. I felt like eliminating my own life. <laughs> so yeah, so 2012. That's kind of when um, NXT kind of came around. Yeah, and that's kind of, and then they really started the, a true women's division um, in NXT, and I think that's where it kind of evolved. AJ Lee was a part of that. Um, Paige was in NXT. Like even like Natalia and yeah. uh, like Beth Phoenix, Natalia and Beth Phoenix were around that area, right? Era and like early twenty tens, yeah. But even like two thousand, I think two thousand twelve. Like I think Russell, one of the WrestleManias, it was mm-hmm. Beth Phoenix and somebody versus one of the girls versus Kelly. Well, I guess Kelly Kelly and Maria Menounos, but 
It was a main main attraction of right, the match. Right, yeah. So would you say the storylines have have improved? Like, there's definitely some issues here and there. We just talked about the complexities, but compared to what it was between that 2005 2012. Cool. That's actually kind of tough. Up and down. Because yeah, I would say definitely up and down. It's gotten like this is probably the height. The height, yeah. Because like the Becky stuff. For the most part, I've been pretty good. Like, but you could even go as far as say those Charlotte Sasha match, Charlotte. Like they had good matches, and they yeah. they were they were a part they were a big part of the for, forefront. But how but, about like Ronda with Triple H and Stephanie for Mania? That wasn't th- too bad. No, that was too bad. But it was intergender, so yeah. that, that people might say, "Well, men were involved still." Yeah. But going back to Charlotte and Sasha, like they had good matches, and they were part of the forefront. But I don't know if the storylines were all that great. This kind of had title matches to have title matches. Yeah, God, don't get me wrong. Not all the storylines are great. Like, this four horsewomen thing is just a cluster. Like, they haven't linked anything properly. No, they don't. And no one cares whenever they throw the four fingers up. Yeah. And it doesn't even make sense because half of them hate each other. Yeah. Like, why would you do a four horsewomen reference, Charlotte or or Becky, yeah. when you two hate each other? So what you want to t- team up together? Yeah. Or Sasha Banks, who seems to hate everyone except for <laughs> <laughs> Bailey. So you know what I mean, though. Like, why would you want to be in a group where no one can get along? Yeah. Well, that was kind of like, but that's how it kind of started too. I don't think they really got along even back then, because oh, Bailey, because okay. it was kind of like, because I think I think it was like almost like a Charlotte's. I think in the beginning it was like a stable in NXT where it was like. Charlotte, Sasha, Becky, and maybe like the dancing girl. What was her name? Naomi. Nope. The 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 ballroom dancing girl. Oh. Oh, uh, Summer Rae. Summer Rae. Yeah, I think there was like a I think there were like a, a quartet. Oh. And they kind of bullied Bailey. Oh man. Wow. But they ended up like respecting her. Okay. And then what's what's her name? I forgot her name again. Summer Rae. Summer Rae. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere we went on the main roster and became yeah. a ballroom dancing girl. Yeah. Who did? Who went to the main roster? I don't even know. <laughs> Fall something? Winter? Spring Bob. <laughs> Winter George? <laughs> <laughs> no, she went on to the main roster and became yeah. the, some, the dancer girl. Right. And uh, so they can, they kind of like bully her still, but they kind of like, I guess they ended up respecting each other and that's mm. how the <laughs> <laughs> women... No, they had they didn't have mouth cards back then. That's what, <laughs> that's how Bailey sounded actually. <laughs> that's how it started. That's how the four horsewomen thing started. Oh, and then when but then but then when they kind of just like forced this women's revolution thing down our throats, mm-hmm. like the the team Bella versus the team PCB or whatever versus the, the team Bad. Oh yeah, oh, I forgot about yeah. all that wow. garbage. Yeah, yeah, that was stupid. It was yeah. all garbage. It was just throwing people together. Yeah, bunch of trash. They only threw Sasha because she was. Black, I guess. Actually, I think you're. I think you're right. There was definitely a gen, uh, a racial thing there. Yeah, <laughs> a gender thing. You're you, a female. You go with the other females. <laughs> Female. <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, there was some racial stuff there. It was very strange. Yeah, you go with them. Uh, how about uh, in regards to them being athletes? Would you say that they're better athletes than? Uh, again, let's go back to the 20, 2005 to two thousand twelve. See, I, would, that's th- I wouldn't call them bad athletes. Like, they were all fitness models. So, I mean, they worked yeah. out and they were in the gym and they did cardio and things like that. Yeah. But now they're, now they're better wrestlers. Yeah. Now they're learning the wrestling craft early. Like, before they were like, okay, here's how you stuff your bra. Here's how you get, an Im- here's how you get implants. Here's how you put on a thong properly. And now it's like, okay, here's how you wrestle. 
<laughs> that's kind of what they learned first, and then they learned that stuff after. And then this is how you put a thong on. Yeah, and then you put the thong on. First you wrestle, then you thong. It's my mask. <laughs> Who told you to put the thong on? <laughs> now, is it helping that there's less sex-infused stereotypes? Of course. I, of course. I so. think so as well. It's obvious. Although, you know, doing we're we're seeing a lot of malfunctions, wardrobe malfunctions, and we're we're still seeing the. Uh, there's still a few. Like, don't get me wrong. Mandy Rose is, but again, Mandy Rose is kind of a. But she can back it up. She can back pretty, it up. She pretty, she's pretty good in the ring. She's pretty strong too. But then we, but we still see like we still see the breast implants, and we still see the the oh, thongs, yeah. and they're still they were just trying to do like a sex angle on SmackDown. Well, it's like Charlotte, like Charlotte, you know, wants all the respect, and you know, she's big time wrestler and all that, but she continues to get larger and larger breasts. That's implants. right. Yeah. So I mean, so I don't know which kind so of what direction are we doing here. Which direction are you going there, yeah, Charlotte? No kidding. Because right. it's getting crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that might be like a personal thing for her. Like yeah, she, yeah. Because without it, she might look like Ric Flair, even more like Ric Flair. <laughs> so maybe it's a thing for her. Turn the lights off. I need something more feminine. And one thing that you and I will definitely agree on, and I'm sure Jimmer will as well, is that uh, all the time that they've been allotted when it comes to their matches, that's almost the most important thing. Well, main eventing Raw, main eventing SmackDowns, uh, main eventing pay-per-views. Pay-per-views. Having those types of matches. Having Hell in the Cell matches. Elimination Chambers. Royal Rumbles. Their own pay-per-view. Last Man Standings. They've, well, they basically... TLCs. I think pretty much have done it all except for Headline WrestleMania, and that's coming up. That's coming up, yeah. I think the first big one was when they... Um, Sasha and Charlotte uh, headlined uh, the cha- uh, Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell, yeah. And it was also the first time women were in a Hell in a Cell. That's right. So they actually did two records in a row. That's right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and but their matches used to be 30 seconds long yeah. back in 2007. Yeah, it was two minutes with entrances. And now you're seeing 22-minute matches, yeah. you know, whatever, 18-minute matches. Yeah, they've introduced two women's title matches, two women's titles. Yeah. They've got tag team titles. And now they got then going back to NXT. They got NXT women's titles. They've got NXT UK women's titles. So many titles. It wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if we see an NXT women's tag team titles. <laughs> There's gonna be more t- people with belts than people without belts. That's right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they might have to do something to do with it as well. Like they're they're definitely stepping up their women's game. And here's another thing too. Not only are we seeing longer women's matches. We're seeing way more women's matches per show. Yes. Like, on pay-per-views, it is not uncommon to see at least three women's matches nowadays. Totally. At least. And I think at one stage, sooner or later, it will be 50%. It's going to be just as many women's matches as men's. Sooner or later. It's already increasing. It's already increasing. During the women's era, it was one or two. And now it's three or four matches. Yeah, like one match. And that would be the pee-break match. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. What I meant, like, when it was getting good? Oh, yeah. It was one or two matches. Oh, yeah. wow, this is really big. Yeah. Now it's three or four. Yeah, back in the day, you're right. It was like a one... It was one match for, like, two and a half minutes. Yeah. And it's over. It would be right after a title match. And you'd be so tired from it, you wouldn't even care. In fact, wasn't it um, at the start of the women's revolution... Uh, where actually all of the women kind of had a big match, if I can recall. Was it like six years ago, five years ago? All the women had a big match? Yeah, it was like five five 
it was at WrestleMania five or six heels versus five or six faces. Oh, that might yeah. have been a pre-show match around twenty-nine yeah. or thirty-one. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay. was kind of the start of it all. But again, and that was just the start. But it was like a pre-show, like you had mentioned. Yeah, maybe it was thirty-two because Charlotte, Becky, and and uh, Sasha had their big match. 32. Oh, okay. But they still had all the other women, so they were in a big fight. Big 10-man, 10-person ten, tag. That's right. Like that. Yeah. So it's kind of around there, right, that it was all kind of starting? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. So, is it perfect timing for the women in the WWE to leave their mark? Leave their legacy? Well, probably is, because the women are stepping up, men are stepping down. Yeah. As it were, it seems that way, anyways. So I mean, yeah, it's perfect time. It's it really is the perfect time for them to be to be headlining now. Like we said before, if Seth, if the men's wrestling was a huge deal, if say these AJ Shinsuke, AJ Joe, AJ Daniel Bryan set the world on fire, and but they but the women were still doing the thing like they're doing now. I'll give you my true thoughts. And it's pretty anticlimactic, but I actually think it's a coincidence. I actually think, I really do. No, I think it is. If the men were amazing, let's just say, oh, these are awesome. Yeah. I still think, for some reason, the women would still be doing just as you good think today. So, hey? I, I do, yeah. I, some people definitely disagree with me. They'll say, ugh, the men's, you know, the men's wrestling right now is pretty junky, and it's all it's done is aided. And you know what? It can't hurt. It certainly can't hurt because Becky Lynch... And probably still is, has been like unanimously voted the most interesting wrestler in WWE right now. That's right, yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, if Stone Cold Steve Austin was in wrestling today, I, I'm sure that wouldn't happen. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, yeah, she is the most interesting. She's the edgy character that everyone wants to see. And, you know, even if Cena was still around, he's just bland. Yeah. He's boring. Uh, no one wants to see him anymore. So I think it's a bit of a coincidence. I think the women would still be just as good. But uh, the men being out certainly doesn't hurt. And yes, I certainly think that the women's um, division is on fire compared to that of the men's because the men's division's on yeah. fire all right. Yeah, it's burning. In a different way. Burning down. Burning it down all right. Burning it to the ground and stomping on the ashes. And this even comes to some of the, the, the bigger men. You know what I mean? Like some of the top guys are supposed to be the top guys. We're talking about like AJ Styles here. Yeah. Almost Samoa Joe. People that are supposed to be up there putting us to sleep. Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, I like Orton. I think he's done all right because he plays the same character, and it actually seems like it always works for him. Yeah, but he's but it, but like Cena, maybe not as close to Cena, but Cena's he's kind of way, kind of was on on his way out the door, so he's not really on anybody's radar anymore. So Orton, yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree with you. He's kind of got that that position. Yeah, um, and who else from the men's division uh, kind of is just bland when they shouldn't well, be? Well, Ambrose is kind of Ambrose on, is his, on his way out, so he's not even trying anymore. Basically, that, that's correct. Yeah, and Rollins. Well, I guess this back thing really isn't helping him. And see, I think Rollins is one of the, the biggest men in WWE right now. But I think it's also because he could he could be doing a lot better. But I think he's just he's looking good because all of the guys around him are doing that much worse. That's right. Like he's not blowing 
He's, he's not really blowing my mind, Seth Rollins, no. right now in regards to what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Even Brock Lesnar has become repetitive. There's really no guys in the WWE that I can think of, unless you guys can correct my mind, in Raw or SmackDown, I yeah. should say, that are really impressing me very much right now. Well, I mean, Finn had that match against against uh, Lesnar. And, I mean, if that was if that was a time to... Sure. To pull the plug, pull the cord on Finn, that was the time, because like a week later he's losing to Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush. Mm-hmm. Now I guess he's won, he kind of won that feud, but still he dropped so far down. Yeah. Agreed. Like he he was fighting for the Universal Title one week, and yeah, exactly, he's losing the next week in an in Intercontinental Title feud essentially. Yeah. Now he's the icy title. He's yeah. the holder. You yeah. see, based on but. what we saw with Finn Balor against Brock Lesnar, what do you think is gonna happen to Kofi? Thing, same thing's gonna happen to him. He's not gonna win the belt and he's gonna kinda move on to oblivion. Just like unfortunately Finn Balor did. See that's the thing, he's not fighting Lesnar though. That's true. It's a good point. They're saving they're saving Lesnar's championship for WrestleMania. He did fight Lesnar though. Well, I mean, that was two and a half years ago. Oh, more than that. More than that, four In years Japan? ago. In yeah. Japan? Yeah. He got, of course, destroyed. Yeah, it was probably 2015 or something like that. 2015, 2016, maybe. I think you're right. I'm actually surprised they let him fight Lesnar. What was up with that, by the way? It almost seems like a, a micro push for Kofi at the time, and then mm. they just let it go. Well, he killed everybody in two and a half seconds, so I don't know how much of a push it was. No, no, no. I mean, like, why did they have Kofi fight him? It just seemed, didn't even seem like a guy they'd want Brock Lesnar to fight I think back then. I think he just wanted somebody... For him to throw around and make it okay. look good. Make it look really, That's really strong. That's okay. all it was. And someone that he's never wrestled before. Yeah. Seemed like he wanted someone fresh. Yeah. Okay. Just curious. Always wondered, actually, to this day. Okay. Why did Kofi Kingston yeah. fight Brock Lesnar in a, a big non-televised? Yeah. I don't know. So, see, see, I think Kofi might win the championship at Fastlane. Really? Yeah, I really do. I don't think so. I want him to, but I don't think they're going to pull yeah. the trigger. What I think is going to happen is... Uh, and my track record right now is not very good of my predictions. But what I think might happen is we're going to have Kofi and Daniel Bryan at Fastlane. Kofi's almost going to win. And Eric Rowan interferes. Oh, this is horrible so far. Messes up the match. So what they say is they're going to have a rematch at WrestleMania. Whoa. No Eric Rowan at ringside. No New Day. Let's stop right there. Kofi Kingston gets a WrestleMania championship match. This is where I'm going. That with is this. huge. Even if he loses, that's huge. So, um, wow. and it's going to be, yeah, one on one. Nobody else there. They might even have a stipulation of some sort or uh, a gimmick of some sort. I'm not really sure what where they would go with that. But um, yeah, I think it's going to be Daniel Bryan. Kofi Kingston three, that'd be a fun match. Four, I guess three. Yeah. Well, I guess it's technically only two because it's only gonna be their first. There's, it'll be their second one-on-one match. I'd be down with that. <laughs> technically, it's only one because it's one of the gauntlet match. Would the count as does it count as a one-on-one match? No, no, no. By WrestleMania, it'll be Fastlane. That's what I'm saying. It's only two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So going back to the women's division, I do think it's uh, luck that they're... I think the only reason that the women are headlining because the men are so bad. Okay. You don't think it's coincidence? I don't think it's coincidence, Okay. No. What do you think there, Jimmer? I thought it was coincidence I, myself. I thought that if the men were doing amazing right now, 
I think the women would still be doing really good. Uh, and that it's just coincidence that the men really suck right now and the women are doing really good. Um, I feel like the mind is, 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 has got his finger on the button here. I feel that if there were like the male wrestlers tearing it up and just being super entertaining and just pulling out all the stops, um, I do not think, unfortunately, the women would be in as good a position as they no, are right now. Definitely not. I, I really, so. I really don't. I mean, I, I hate to think that way, but I, I, I do feel that that's the way it would be. They'd have a prominent spot at WrestleMania. It just wouldn't be the main event. No, it wouldn't be the main event. You're absolutely right. So do you think WrestleMania 35 is going to be known as the mania where the women's division Sean brightest? Yes. I agree. I do think yes, so, I too. Do. Yeah. Yes. You'll be one to remember. Although, it'd be kind of funny if they talk Rousey into staying and she ends up winning. Oh. Kind of like Lesnar? Yeah. Everyone just oh. foregone conclusion that Reigns was winning that match. Yeah, <laughs> we couldn't believe it. Yeah, we were shocked. So who knows? There you go. That was fun. That was fun. Good topic, there, mind. Yep. Thank you, sir. The mind. All right. So we're moving on over to the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view review. Oh yeah. So so not a bad. I wouldn't say it was a bad pay-per-view. Some wouldn't ups. say it was a great because there were some downs. Some ups, some downs. For sure. We'll go over them. I think it was kind of predictable, though. So, I know I did. I have a feeling neither of you did. Did you see the Buddy Murphy Akira Tozawa match? I saw it. I really liked it. Did you really? I, I just saw the end. I liked it a lot. You know what? Cut the end. It wasn't the longest match in the world, but you know what? I watched it start to finish. It was extremely good. Extremely good. All of, It was crisp, crisp wrestling. I like Akira Tozawa. I like Buddy Murphy. I always have like both of these dudes. 8 out of 10, buddies. It was the longest singles match on the card. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Seeing how there's only one other singles match other than that. Yeah, some might argue it was a little, little bit of high of a score, but uh, I give eight it out of 10, 8 man. out of 10. I think it was good. Yeah, Can I don't know if I can go that far. About 7. 7? Seven. 7, yeah. I, I didn't actually watch the whole match, so I feel I can't really even give it a rating. Okay. Well, yep. geez, I uh, to be honest with you, I uh, I didn't watch this pay per view till later that evening. I think I started around nine, but uh, before w- watching the actual pay per view, well, I ended up I ended the pay per view at one in the morning. Um, I didn't start. I didn't. No, I, I didn't. I did the exact same thing. Oh, you did I the same thing. The, oh no, I watched the. Uh, I fast forwarded through the pre show. I watched the pre show, but I was trying to find the match. It was buried. That thing was buried in that piece of crap pre show. Well, it was <laughs> at the end. It was at the end. Uh, there's a little bit of stuff afterwards, I think, too. Maybe about ten minutes or so. Oh. But yeah, the pre-show's garbage. Anyway, watched the pre. Anyway, watched the pre-show match. I watched the first elimination. I watched the first match, and then I recorded the rest and didn't watch it till uh, about ten o'clock or so. Did you guys see the jibber jabber between Heavy Machinery and uh, the bar? The bar. Yeah. Unfortunately. That was a flaming bag of poop. I never saw. I couldn't even understand what that big guy from Heavy Machinery was saying. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we already established, anytime, anytime. We established she's the Tasmanian devil. Anytime. I like the fact the coach is kind of playing the heel. Oh, I couldn't. I didn't. I like uh, was, co- like uh, the bar and and uh, and and us uh, and coachman were like kind of all fr- kind of friendly with each other. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. I enjoyed that part. 
All right, so first match of the main card is uh, the Tag Team Elimination Chamber match for the inaugural WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. We've got the Boss and Hug Connection. That's Bailey and Sasha Banks. We've got Carmella and Naomi. We've got Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, also known as Fire and Desire. We've got Nia Jackson Tamina. We've got the Iconics. And we've got the Riot Squad. Uh, going for uh, real quick, my wife likes the Iconics. She thinks their their thing is really funny. My wife loves the Iconics. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. Absolutely. I like how they're being like really nasty in their ring. They're funny. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. They're like, I like them a lot. They're like comic nerds. Um, so yeah, so anyways, uh, this was, I, I liked this match a lot. We started off with, uh, the Boston Hug Connection and I believe Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville? Yeah, Fire and Desire. Fire and Desire in the, uh, to, to start off the match. Uh, yeah, they started, they started off pretty good. And then, yeah, more and more people came in, of course. That's how the Elimination Chamber works. Uh, who were the last ones to come in? I believe it was uh, the Samoan Slaughterhouse. The Samoan Slaughterhouse. That they call themselves. Heard themselves call them. They're Graves calling that a couple times. Oh, is that right? Okay. It's the most unattractive name I've ever heard. Couldn't fit. person. <laughs> now, I think uh, now and Car- Carmella and Naomi were the first to be uh, eliminated, and then the Iconics, I believe. Yes. Um, and then what happened is what I called was gonna what I hoped would happen. Um, what's their faces there? Nia Jackson, Tamina. Right. They get pinned by... Everybody. By everybody. Exactly. Well, I guess actually Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, they were eliminated. Then Tamina was eliminated by the remaining people. So that's Sasha, Bailey, Mandy, and Sonya. Yeah. They all pilled, uh, pinned Tamina. Yeah, it was kind of a kind of a good uh, good way to do it because like... Uh... Like she, like Nia Jax was going to going to spear somebody into one of the chambers, mm-hmm. but she missed. Yes, and so she herself speared herself in, yeah, so into she, the chamber. That's right. She crashed through and she was out. Took herself out of the match. She's done. Yeah, and so the she, the uh, Tamita got. They always bored. have to have one of those glass shatter moments. They had like two or three of them every year. Yeah, it's yeah. the it's kind of like the the uh, falling uh, off the jumping off the cage. Now you got to have the that particular spot. Yeah, uh, every time. Hell in the cell. Yeah, exactly. It's necessary. It's mandatory. That's the word I was looking I, for. I gotta I gotta uh, rant about something here. So when I was younger, I always used to say, I wish in tag team matches that everyone would be allowed to wrestle at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not really thinking of the logistics behind it. They and now during tag matches. And now during this match, You're reading my mind, I was going to say the same thing during this match. I realized how much of a, how Cluster much of up. a cluster it is yeah. when you have everyone in the ring at the same time. Cause you're constantly worrying about what your partner is doing and whether or not you're in sync and it just looks really, really scripted well, and really awkward. Especially when there's so many people in the ring at the same time. For sure, because when you're in a rumble, it's one you're you're by yourself. You're doing your own thing. Mm-hmm. That works. Yeah. But when you're with someone and you're expected to do something with that person against two other people, yeah. whom are trying to do something with each other, wow, is that ever confusing yeah it can get very sloppy very yes, quickly absolutely um, and this was definitely sloppy at times oh yes especially near the, at the start i think towards the end it kind of smoothed out a bit but at the start you could see they jump off the ropes at the same time and it just didn't look 
natural. Especially this was a, this was a thing where there's lots of like things in the way. Yes. Where it's like it's almost where it's like can I, you you kind of almost clothesline somebody out of the ring and then there's less people. But oh wait, they don't, can't really close them out of the ring because there's another like four foot of ring almost. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right on each side, and then there's these chamber pods in the way. Yeah, there's like obstructions. Yeah, and then but then there's not really these. There and then there's these like uh, chains, on the other on the uh, on the other side of those rings. So it's really, mm-hmm. really kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So uh, yeah. So anyways, the last people in the ring there were uh, uh, Sonya Deville and uh, Mandy Rose, as well as Sasha Banks and Bailey. Sasha Banks, I don't exactly remember how, but she had uh, her, banged her knee up somehow. Shoulder. So her shoulder, I'm sorry. And, um, yeah, I was trying to get the bank statement on Sonya Deville, but couldn't use both her arms because her arm, one of her arms was dead and floppy. Yeah. So she inde- instead kind of pulled up her leg up underneath Sonya Deville's chin, which to me... You had her, like, foot in her, like, throat. Yeah. I mean, to me, it didn't look very good. It didn't honestly look that effective to me. No, look easily could have gotten out of it. And Sonya just kind of tapped out, and that was it. For someone who's like gimmick is like MMA fighter, she's really terrible. <laughs> yeah, they got to drop that gimmick. I liked her spear in the match. Yeah, though. that was pretty sweet. Yeah, but they got to lose that gimmick, especially when there's how many MMA people now in like le- actual like legit MMA. We got four, at and least. she's like amateur MMA. Yeah. Did she do amateur? Well, she says she did. <laughs> she did amateur, but it wasn't MMA. Too soon. Not soon enough. <laughs> anyway, so they get eliminated. And, uh, yeah, so anyways, the Boss and Hug Connection, your very first WWE tag team, women's tag team champions. Predictable. There's one other problem. Very predictable. I didn't. I, did, I saw I think everybody thought that Tamina and Nia were going to be the last team. Oh, really? When I was sitting with my wife watching it, they were coming down. I'm like, oh, by the way, they're going to win the belts. <laughs> no, we all knew. They were, no, I think no, we all yeah. predicted that he meant, he Sasha meant. and Bailey, but I think that we think we all thought the final four oh, was going to be Sasha, Bailey, Nia, Tamina. And it wasn't. Oh, yeah. I certainly was surprised that uh, the uh, Samoan Slaughterhouse <laughs> got it should pinned. be their name. Yeah, their official that, name. That was a, that was uh, unexpected, which is uh, which is fresh in WWE. Yep, find my mean. Yeah, got so, it. Yeah, so overall, uh, it was all right. What so, uh, what would you give the match? Solid seven. Seven. Yep. You know what? Yeah, I'll go with the seven. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay. Bowser's. Good stuff. Up next, we had the uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. We had the Usos. Uh, challenging the Miz and Shane McMahon. McMiz, McMiz, or the the best tag team in the world? Is that what they call themselves? Well, I, I said I called it that, and you guys uh, said oh, it's not Shelton Benjamin. No, no you no, called, we called him the world's greatest tag team. Ah, That's same thing. Right. No, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> uh, this match was, I'd say, for the most part, a little underwhelming. It wasn't terrible, but it certainly wasn't great by any means. No. Um, well, Shane's always looks like he's a big ball of sweat, like five minutes into the match. Oh, yeah, worse I, than ever. I think him and uh, him and Brock Lesnar are like sweat brothers. <laughs> they they like have the same sweat glands. Did you guys think that um, the Usos are going to win this match? 
I honestly didn't think they were going to win the match. I, no, I thought it was a little surprise. I think we all called Miz and Shane. Yeah. My, my mouth hit the floor on this one. I was I was very surprised. Um, that I, you was know, almost maybe the best part, in my opinion. That they won. Again, that it was a surprise. Yeah. yeah. Now, you know, it was, it was kind of weird the way they won. Um, like, for example, of course, Shane did, did his big spot on the table, like he always does. And then he did, like, the, then he did, like, the almost two, uh, what do you call it, around the world, or loop-de-loops? Or... Oh, the, the uh, coast-to-coast. Coast-to-coast, that's it. Yes. I always want to call it corner-to-corner. Corner. I have for years. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, coast-to-coast. Yeah, no. coast. yeah coast-to-coast, he calls that. So, yeah, he did that a couple times. Um, and then he was out on the outside because Van Dam might have done corner to corner because he no. actually. Went I think from, I, like, I think you're right. I was just thinking. I was like, was that RVD that did corner to corner? Yeah, no, did, like, no. He did... called he called it the Van Terminator. Oh, that's right. But no, wasn't it the Van Daminator? The Van Daminator was when he t- when he tossed the chair at the guy. Oh, and then did a, did a uh, jumping kick. That was the Van Daminator. Yeah. And the Van Terminator was he would put the guy in the corner, put the chair on top of him, or somebody would hold the chair for him. And he would jump essentially coast to coast. Holy RVD, Mark Batman. And uh, and smash his, and kick his face, chair into the face. He's the original dude. <laughs> he he is. is, too. Bruh. Oh, could you imagine a table for three between oh, no. Seth Rollins, <laughs> oh, no. Matt Riddle, and RVD? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <gasps> so much Cheeto dust. They... <laughs> They bring out all this marijuana. You see Seth? I don't do that. What? You're kidding me, right? You're no. sitting beside a surfboard. <laughs> you even brought your own hookah. I come from Iowa, brah. <laughs> I come from Iowa and they think I'm slow, eh? <laughs> Matt Riddle, more for me, dude. RBD does a rolling thunder on the table for some reason. <laughs> to absorb the marijuana. Like, what are you doing? Just rub it on me, man. It goes through my skin. I just felt it was necessary, brah. <laughs> He's a very angry person, by the way. Who is? RVD. I've listened to interviews, and he uh, he will rant about anyone he wants for like... Two hours. He's a little bit. He's a little bitter. He's I think. bitter. Yeah. For a guy that didn't seem bitter in wrestling, like super chill. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a little bitter. I'm surprised he's not just more chill about everything. I know. I've never heard, like, heard him rant a lot. I've heard yeah. him rant about marijuana stuff, but no, yeah. well, that wouldn't be ranting. That would be saying how much he likes it. No, no, no. But like talking about like actual laws and stuff. Oh, like yeah. advocating. No, yes. if you, there's a couple of rants on YouTube, and I think I think Jimmer probably watched the same one as me, where he'll be like. I could just punch him in the face. I wanted to punch him in the face so bad. Wow. Holy cow, man. Simmer down. <laughs> so, I don't remember who he's talking about. Probably Hunter and all this stuff. <laughs> Everybody hates Hunter. Yeah. I don't know. I liked Hunter. It was a great show. It's a Anyways. great thing to do when you want deer meat. Yes, there you go. So, uh, so yeah. So, the Usos ended up winning. Uh, one of them um, <laughs> rolled up the Miz. <laughs> I don't know which one it was. Oh, that's Might racist. Yeah, kind of got him in like a crucifix and uh, well, pinned Miz, him. Miz did that kind of nonchalant. Yeah, not yeah, right, exactly. And then it's the one, two, three, pinned him, I won the saw, belt. I kind of saw him do, going for that pin. I just didn't think he would actually pin him. Right. Yeah. Well, the, well that pin never wins. <laughs> the crucifix pin has it ever beaten anybody? I don't think ever so. in the history of professional wrestling. Nope. Besides McMiz. Except now. So, anyways, Usos, your new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Are they six times? Six, Six times, times apparently, yeah. yeah. Wow. So one more and they'll tie a whole bunch of teams, I believe. Oh, yeah? Uh, oh, no, no. Right now they're tied, I think, with 
the Dudley Boys, I think, and okay. the Hardys. And if they get seven, I think they're tied with Edge and Christian. Oh, okay. And I if they the get Dudleys eight, they... had like eight. I think I think E and C are the are the record holders, oh. I believe. And if they get eight, they're the new record holders. No. I could be wrong. Email us at regularguyswrestling at gmail.com. There you go. And we'll discuss. There's also social media. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear all about it in a few minutes. <laughs> so next up, we've got Finn Balor taking on Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley in a 2-1-1 handicap match for the Intercontinental Championship. Sorry, I don't know who Finn Balor is. By the way, we have to rate that tag team title match. Sorry. Oh, uh, Usos and uh, Miz and McMahon. That's right. Ah, uh, six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. Erock, what do you got? Six and a half. Six and a half. Ah, uh, may as well go six and a half as well. Cool. I'll be Samers. There you go. Okay, so now we've got the two-on-one handicap match for the Intercontinental Championship. You're not quite sure Finn Balor is there, Erock. I know Fat Balor. Oh well, Finn Balor is the skinniest, the skinny younger sibling. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's his twin brother. Woo! He's the younger brother. Oh, she's <laughs> by, by 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Their poor mother. He was, he was like the hard poop. <laughs> no, actually, he was the easy one. The fat baller was a hard poop. Oh. Finn ba- the Finn ba- fat baller was hard. Finn, Finn baller just kind of crawled out. <laughs> no, fat, no, fat baller was all soft. He, went, he was just fine. Finn Balor is the one that hurt because he had so many ridges from his <laughs> all abs. His abs. Oh. All his belts getting stuck. <laughs> <laughs> so this one studded. <laughs> Whoa! Now he's oh man. How did it come out black and white? It's weird. <laughs> Look to the cookie. <laughs> it's Rhonda's marker. <laughs> so anyway. Bobby Lashley gets tossed out of the ring, mm-hmm. so Leo Rush is prime for the taking. Yep. And Finn Balor hits the coup de gras and the one, two, three to become your new intercontinental champion. Very, very predictable. While I was watching this match, that's exactly what I thought was going <laughs> to happen. We all knew Leo Rush was going to F it up and that Finn was going to beat him Yeah. and that Bobby was going to turn on Leo. It was kind of like the whole thing was just, we could we could have written this match. The, her, the whole... Um, uh, Bobby Lashley uh, turning his back though on Leo lasted a whole day, because the next day they're back together. Yeah, they're back tag teaming again. Yeah, it's like uh, ah, nothing ever happened. Yeah, ah, we're good. Fine. We're good, bro. Yeah, man. Well, Bobby's too like emotionless to care. <laughs> I don't even think he looked angry when he was when he like killed Leo. Yeah, and he was just like uh, picks him up, slams him. <laughs> Face is just like uh, blank. It's <laughs> just a blank. Look on his face. So, anyways, Finn Balor, your new uh, Intercontinental Champion. It's interesting. I just funny. Uh, I just read a uh, funny quote. Apparently, uh, Corey Graves was quoted saying that um, he's positive that Finn Balor won't wear the belt uh, because he doesn't want to hide his abs. As he wore the belt, it was a joke. Okay. Anyways, uh, yeah. So Finn Balor. So what do you, uh, th- what okay do you think of the match? It was an okay match. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go six and a half again. Yeah, probably same still. Same here, six and a half. Six. Six, six. there you go. Six out of ten. Yeah, just just okay. Just okay. Yeah, moderately okay. Yep. Next up, the match of the night. I am starting to rage just reading this. Ronda Rousey, a.k.a. Sonya Blade, taking on Ruby Wright for the 
Raw Women's Championship. This was so disappointing. I was so mad. If you listen to our last podcast, I was saying this was probably going to be the match of the night. That's why I brought it up. the crappiest match of the night. I think we all agreed that this had the potential to be match of the night. Two out of three agreed, yes. <laughs> I think two out of three agreed that this was going to be the match of the night. <laughs> well, anyways, yeah, I, I had some high hopes for Ruby. Uh, I, I feel bad. Sky hopes. I feel bad for her. Uh, it is what it is. They were wanted to focus more on everything after the match. It seems. Uh, I think the highlight of the match was what Ronda wore to the ring. I thought that was a really cool look. Yeah, I think we all kind of agreed on that. I don't know if Jimmer did or not. That was all right. It was all right. Yeah, I liked it more than the uh, the Piper look. The the kilt. Well, it's not so much that I don't know. I don't know so much the problem with the kilt I have. It's the fact that she's always getting her those tights in her cheeks and she's always constantly having to pull them out yeah they're a little they're they're a little too short she's yeah. constantly getting a wedge yeah so that she wear pants it's all good yeah don't have to pick so much no nope. huh i don't think she i don't think she had crazy makeup on either she didn't and she didn't have a stupid crazy braid oh yeah and, you're talking about the thing the like the, the that eye makeup she eye always makeup. has that oh, crazy I hate that. eye stuff yeah that was good that she didn't wear that although bailey had eye makeup on I guess, I guess she did. Stars she? in the corner of her eyes. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, she made it look like they were tattoos. Yeah. They were tattoos. They're forever. Yeah. Remember the band Tattoo? Mm, yes, I, unfortunately <laughs> I do. <laughs> all the things you said, all the things you said, running through my head, running through my head, all the things you said. <laughs> I can't believe I remembered how that went. <laughs> That's so, how it went. It like <laughs> so disgraceful on like so many levels. <laughs> so many levels. Oh, uh, what are we giving this match, guys? Two out of ten. Oh man, match of the night for you? Maybe it was. What are you getting? It? Like a one? <laughs> I am literally giving it a one. I almost gave it a one, but I just liked Ronda's gear. <laughs> I think in all that's why of... she got the one. <laughs> I think in all of the in all of the episodes now that we have done reviews. And we have rated matches. I think I've only rated one match at a one. I don't even remember what it was. But anyways, you can find it, folks. <laughs> Just check out listennotes.com. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, one. I was so absolutely disappointed and angry. At this match, I would count the uh, the after match party a one out of ten as well. I'd ra- if we, if we were to rate mm-hmm. that stuff, I would rate that a one. You're out talking 10. about the with the uh, with Becky? Yes. Yeah. Horrible. I can't believe they still do this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. She's suspended. What are they doing? What is she doing here? She's supposed to be suspended. Meanwhile, like security guards, are like let her through, guys. Let her through. <laughs> yeah. They're like uh-huh. they're like kind of like blocking the crowd. Yeah. Don't touch her, guys. It's like, why don't you just kick her out? She's suspended. She's not supposed to be At here. She didn't do this thing with, I got a ticket. I got a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> the mind doesn't like that stuff. I hate that stuff. It's so terrible. Well, you know what? You're right, though. It, it just completely insults her intelligence. Like, you know what? We... Oh, and then she's like, she's not even going... She's hobbling with, a cr- with crutches. Yeah. Yeah. So bad. Yeah, she's wearing that stupid jumpsuit. What the what the hell was that? Yeah, the black and yellow or whatever. Yeah, weird. So strange. She just came back from hot yoga. (laughs) She's gonna look like a 
space alien or something. Yeah. I'm not even sure. And then she's, like, just letting, like, all these, like, Charlotte and Ron are just letting her beat her up. Like, Did you see the shoes she, were, she was wearing, Becky? I might have. They were very that. out of date. Oh, they, I, they reminded oh, yeah. me of, like, the early 2000s where everyone had those Gitano. black shoes there with the thick soles. Do you remember those? Oh, it's okay. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't even know what my name is anymore. I'll have to see them. I'll have to see. I think I remember them, but I'll have to take a yeah, look back at them. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to. <laughs> by okay. the way, I know you won't. You won't even check out good movies. It's not true. I've seen Schindler's List. I knew you were going to say that. Jimmer has seen about five movies in his lifetime. I've seen Saving Private Ryan. Next up, we've got. You've also seen Escape Plan Two. So we've read that match. We all thought it was terrible. We yes. all thought the aftermatch was terrible. Mm-hmm. Back into it. Next match: Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman. Oh yes! One, Out of one the fire ter- and into the bigger one terrible fire. match into a barely better match. <sighs> if this uh, this chunk of the pay per view was definitely a dumpster fire. <laughs> this was crap. In fact, I almost want to lower my mark for this this match here, this Corbin Strowman piece mm. of car- garbage. Like even with it ending the way they did with the the shield thing, why? Why did you guys do that? There's no point into it. Yeah, I don't know. I give it a three and a half, but I think it should, it should be lower than that. I really do. I have completely, completely lost interest in Braun Strowman. 100%. How about all of these guys in the ring? Oh, Even I, Drew, even Drew McIntyre is kind of lowering. Drew's been... He's another example of, of a guy that was supposed to be big. Probably he was supposed to be like the number two to Seth Rollins. Yeah. And he's just been pff, crapped on. Well, it sounds like between... It sounds like they are kind of pushing him up again. Because um, on Raw, he's doing this thing where he's, like, he's trying to get into WrestleMania, right? Yeah. So anyways, there's a little bit of a... Little bit of a story going there. Oh, he killed Dean Ambrose. Yeah, then he killed Dean Ambrose. Yes, but um, anyways, the the way this match. I thought was, Dean Ambrose is a heel. That's very strange in itself. Isn't Next it? week he might be. <laughs> he's doing whatever. <laughs> Amazing writing. No kidding, top he, notch. He's just happy to be here, and we wonder why the women are the number. <laughs> and why why aren't the men getting the fair shot at WrestleMania? <laughs> <laughs> we need a men's <laughs> revolution. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> we need a men's revolution, see? <laughs> so, um, and then yeah, so then anyways, you had you had Baron Corbin. He beats Braun Strowman. Uh, he had help from apparently his buddies Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. Yeah, they did, yeah, they did like a shield bomb off the steps onto like two tables. Onto two tables, because. One table wouldn't have been enough. Had yeah. to be two tables. Maybe that's why I gave it a three and a half because hearing him, his body go through those two tables, that was kind of cool. <laughs> that's about it. That's about, that's about it. it. But the actual act of what they were doing, mm-hmm. lame. I don't know what it was supposed to represent. Mm-hmm. Or the new shield. Like, what does it mean? What does it mean? And the next night on Raw, it absolutely meant nothing because... They had no- a rematch. They had a rematch and nobody came to help him. Yeah, nobody came to help him. They had a rematch. They they weren't they weren't banned from ringside. No, nothing. Nothing. They just didn't show up. <laughs> Tired. Yeah, they're in catering. Who, did, who didn't show up? Oh, Drew and Bobby. Like why didn't they why they show up at the pay per view and not show up the next night? They didn't help Baron. No, they didn't help Baron. On Raw, no, they just he, he, they just left him to himself. Huh. 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 Mm. Anyways, I am giving this a one and a half. Oh, I don't blame you. 
What did you give it? Two and a half? No, I gave it too high of a mark. Three and a half. Okay, I'm giving it two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. And, two, and, two, and probably a one and a half score is part of that uh, table crashing. Because I will agree, it sounded cool. Yeah, I'll lower this down to a three. Getting a three. Okay. Stick with one, one and a half. I don't blame you. <laughs> Alright, next up was the main event. Yeah. Now Elimination done. Chamber for the WWE Champion. This was good stuff. It was the Planet's Champion, Daniel Bryan, defending against the phenomenal AJ Styles, the charismatic Enigma Jeff Hardy, the Kofi Kingston himself, Kofi Kingston. <laughs> uh, with the Viper, Andy Orton. And the Samoan submission machine, Sam Wajo. It's so funny. So we're watching this, right? And um, and I said, oh, here he comes, Sam Wajo. And Aaron's like, who's Sam Wajo? Oh, and no. I'm like, no, Samoa Joe. She's like, oh. <laughs> she likes jokes. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, anyways, this was, this was all right. We had Daniel Bryan. And uh, who was first, Daniel Bryan and Joe? Were they the first two? Yes. Yes, they were. Yes. Well, I gotta say one thing, though. We, we continue to talk about how awesome Kofi did, which he did. It was great. But I'm not a big Daniel Bryan fan, but he was good in this match. Yeah, he was very and good. And he's doing a really... Here's, this is actually somebody that's actually doing pretty good in WWE right now. I think he's finally remembered what kind of a heel he used to be. Mm-hmm. And he's freaking... He's freaking annoying, and he's really good at it. Um, I'm digging it right now, him mm-hmm. as a heel. Uh, he's really angry. That's that's one thing he wasn't doing at first. Mm-hmm. He's really angry on the microphone now. The only thing I maybe don't like, uh, this is a clear rehash of CM Punk and the Straight Edge Society. Um, now he's just saying, you know, I'm, I'm green and you guys aren't. Shame on you. But it's good. I'm really enjoying oh, it. Yeah. I think it's funny. His even his uh, his his video reel when he's walking out, he's got like that recycle symbol that pops up before his name even does. Yeah. And when his name when they show his name on the screen, it's all in green. Yeah, a lot yeah. of green. Lots of green. So I mean, it's they're definitely doing it that way. Um, I feel yeah, Daniel Bryan. This match, um, his most entertaining match he's had since he's come back. That's how I feel. Yeah, uh, for sure. And he was playing the cowardly heel at times, which was good. You know, especially when he was fighting Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. He was running away and whatnot, mm-hmm. and he climbed on top of the uh, the glass. Um, oh yeah, the pod. That's right. I, it was good. I, I liked it. Two ver- uh, the Jeff Hardy and Samoa Joe got very uh, non-interesting eliminations, though. Yeah. They kind of felt like fillers, those two, in this match. Yeah, they really did. What else is new? Well, Jeff Hardy's always a filler nowadays. seems like it, yep. He's just kind of, you need a body, so let's put in Jeff Hardy. you need a body, and that's credible. He's credible, he's still relatively popular, Right. so let's throw him in there. One thing I really came to dislike here is, um, and he's, it's, I've never, I guess I never really noticed how awful they are before, but Samoa Joe's shorts. Oh, I've always thought They're that. awful. What's wrong with the shorts? What do you mean with the shorts? They're, they're like, they're, they almost look like a dress. <laughs> of course they're terrible. They're really thin. They're thin and high and weird and, and floppy. Super and ugly and nerdy. This, oh, man. It kind of looks like shorts that, um, that, that uh, like you'd wear in gym class in like the 70s. <laughs> 
you but know, they're extra could, large. He could wear way better shorts that would look really cool. Um, you know, like combat shorts of some sort that uh, I realize he's a bigger guy, but it would still look fine. They may have started out that way. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what the hell he's wearing. Stretched I agree with you a thousand percent, Jimmer. They look ridiculous. Yeah. They look like parachute shorts. So cool smart, cool RKO by. Uh... Yes, it was. Oh, a on AJ, straight up diamond yes. cutter. Yeah. It was. It was. A diamond it was cutter. one of the best I've seen in a while. I wonder if it was a bit of a nod to DDP. He's mentioned it in the past. He's acknowledged that it's a. Could it, be. It's you know it's a. That's possible. I don't know. It, it was just neat. Yeah, it was. It was unlike anything we'd seen in a while. Um, it's just like he just kind of basic. He hooked them in and then just pulled them and dropped yeah, them. Yeah, there was yeah. nothing AJ could do. It there, was no, less a, flashy. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And le- it was. It worked. Less is more. Less is more. And it looked, it looked brutal. <laughs> like it looked like there's no way AJ Styles is getting up after that one, and he didn't. That was out. Poor AJ Styles. Not. <laughs> and then yeah, I thought it was very. We we talked about this a little bit earlier, but it was very cool to have Kofi Kingston um, come out and uh, take out Randy Orton. Yeah, that was a neat touch. I'd like to go back and see that stupid, stupid, stupid thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I still have it recorded. Let's go watch Let's it right go now. Watch it. <laughs> we gotta go. I really like Kofi's move where he, um, uh, and I'm sure there's a name for it. So the mind will tell me. But when he uh, he ran towards Daniel Bryan and he does the double stomp to his chest downwards. Doesn't have a oh. name. No, no name. Okay, I thought Not it was yet. really it was really neat. Ooh. Yeah, he just jumped in the air and at a bit of an angle. Did a double stomp to uh, Daniel's chest. The King Stomp. Kofi King Stomp. That's it. The King Stomp. Yeah, that works. King Kofi Stomp. The Kofi King Stomp. I thought maybe we could talk about the SOS or the Trust Fall or the... the SOS boom, is a bit of a boom, weird move. Boom drop or... What's the boom drop? He's a... And then he goes like, with double knees, double legs. I don't think he did that. Oh, move. yes, yes. He might not have done it in the match, but he does it all the time. He did it on uh, uh, in the six-man tag. Does he sure. also do some sort of a ooh, ooh, or is that another wrestler where he d- pumps the sky or something? Oh, yeah, then, no, he, that, he was, that was when he, I don't know if he still does it anymore. No, he doesn't. Or, when he was the Jamaican? Yeah, when he goes ooh. Yeah, what was that? That was just to get ready for the uh, Trouble in Paradise kick. Trouble, okay. That's that was all, his uh, taunt. Yeah. <laughs> That was oh, when you when you tap a, the control stick. He was moving yeah. the, jo- the, the joystick around. <laughs> WCW Revenge. <laughs> World Tour. WrestleMania 2000 or No Mercy. Yeah, same yeah. At, same games. All, all three. same game. All same engine. Or Def Jam Bandana. Yeah, that was fun too. All same engine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. So yeah. So anyways, the match uh, ended with. Uh, Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan as the last two. I'm just looking at the timing here. And uh, Randy Orton was eliminated at about the 24-minute mark. And Kofi and Daniel uh, fought for another 12 and a half minutes, essentially. Yeah, they wouldn't fall to their moves. No. they ha- And, like, it was very good. So many near falls yeah. and believable near falls. Yeah. That was pretty neat. I agree with you guys. It was kind of like another match, yeah. almost. Yeah. And I always wonder that why we don't see more Royal Rumbles where the last two guys beat the crap out of each other for, like, let's say 20 minutes. Yeah. That would make it really special. But you don't really see that for the most part because they're so tired. These guys went... You said 12 minutes? 
Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. That was Kofi pretty cool. ended, he, was, he went for everything mm-hmm. and got nothing. Yeah. We were on the edge of our seats watching that. The yeah. last 12 minutes there. This has been uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it was very. It was a really cool ending. Um, it was fresh. It was fresh, exactly. Fresh, and and fresh. and while you're watching this, the match too, like like I don't know how you guys felt, but I was invested in Kofi. Like I found myself like getting excited. Like, yeah. oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. he could win this match, and yeah. then he didn't. Then I was kind of like, oh, you 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 know, your heart kind of sunk a little bit. But you but. know what though, I I agree, my heart sunk. But man, did Kofi and the New Day do such a great job at showing the morning of of the loss? Yeah, yeah. sitting yeah. on yeah. those stairs and all yeah. that. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, oh, and the they cr- did it right. And the crowd was just giving them so many props. Yeah. they were just like like they respected the work that was done in the yeah. ring. Absolutely. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, loved it. So that leads us on to the the marking. What'd you guys grade this? I gave this um, like this was absolutely best match of the night. Uh, I give it an eight. Yeah, eight for me as well. Cool. Yeah. Nine. 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 Nice. Nine. Love this match. Loved it. Yeah. It's very good. It, in fact, we might even be talking about this, if I remember, on the RG, <laughs> on the RGs. Um, 2019 RGs. 2019 RGs. I liked this better than the six-pack challenge back in uh, 2000. I don't, I've never heard of the six-pack challenge. Oh. Yeah, there was a six-pack challenge. Okay. I think the British Bulldog was in that. I think so, too, yeah. <laughs> but that six-man Hell in a Cell jeans. match, though, in 2000. Jeans. That was gold. That was good. Which one? Six pack? No, six man hell in a cell. Yeah, Rikishi was in that. That's when he fell off the thing. The six pack challenge. That's when he fell off the top of the. Oh, he fell on the tractor. That's right. Six man hell in a cell. Six pack challenge. Yeah. No, falling all the hay. All the. I think you're. I think. (laughs) I think you're mixing stuff up. And they're fighting Mm. on like broken cars and stuff. Mm. There were broken cars. Yeah. That was the set. That was a six man hell in a cell. That was when they cared. (laughs) That was just the same old set. Raw, SmackDown, NXT, it's all the same. No, it's not, actually. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but Raw and SmackDown, their sets are different now. Are they really? The way their screens are, the way that the people come out. Um, <laughs> they just press the <laughs> The screen turns a bit. The ch- the screen color changes. It's completely There we go. Jimmer no. will never know. I know. One uses red and one uses blue. I know they're like Wa- n- Next week, watch the entrances. Watch that entranceway. They're different. Okay. I was. I, it's very. It's subtle, but it's good. It's cool. I actually. And they it never. Right, actually, they never announced anything like that. That they changed anything. No, I they never ha- do. I just happened and hey, look at that. Just like they never announced when they're just like, oh guys, we're stop using fireworks now, and <laughs> so they don't. They don't announce when they change the set. They just ran out of fireworks. They used too much during <laughs> the Attitude Era. Era. Goldberg screwed. They're, for they're not making any more fireworks for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you, no want, you want fireworks? Go talk to Gilberg. Go talk to Ralphus. You gotta build more fireworks. <laughs> oh, fireworks man. School. So, anyways, that is Elimination Chamber. And that is episode 99, baby! Good, good sound to it. Next week, of course, we've got a very special, monumental massive episode 100 are we gonna let them know or is it a secret no we're gonna we're gonna they'll find out you're gonna they're they're gonna find out next week we're not gonna be recording till saturday 
Right. So it's going to be a little bit later than we're used to. We'll release it on uh, probably Sunday morning. And everyone will have uh, get a good listen out of it uh, for probably over a week. We hope so, anyways. It'll be a good, it'll be a fun, good episode. Yeah, got definitely a few plans. I'm excited. Yeah, Very plans excited. will be had by all. By all. By all. So make sure you guys tune into that one. It'll be a must listen. Beauty, beauty. And we want to thank everybody for continuing to support the show by listening, by sharing. And, uh, yeah, as always, you can definitely find us uh, pretty much everywhere you find your favorite podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. So uh, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating if you if you please. That definitely helps uh, bring up the rating of the show and just basically exposes us to more listeners. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Google Podcasts. Actually, I just downloaded the app not too long ago. It's actually kind of a, kind of a good interface. You can find us on uh, Stitcher. You can find us on Podbean. And uh, yeah, pretty much, it, like I said, pretty much anywhere where you can find your favorite podcasts, we are there. Uh, on social media, you can always connect with us there uh, on the Twitter, on the Facebook and Instagram, at RGW Podcast. You can find us on our website, regularguyswrestling.com. You can also find us on our new host site, anchor.fm. And also, probably our, probably our second favorite website, ListenNotes.com, where you guys can catch all 99 episodes of the Regular Guys Wrestling Podcast. That's the RGW Podcast, folks. All right. hey yo. And with that, there's not much left to say, but... We will catch you next time. See you on the flip side. Yeah, ciao for now.